Welcome back to the Searchers Podcast. We did it, guys. We did it. It's our second episode. I'm your host, Ben, and this week, Kevin and I discuss both martial arts films and American westerns. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hurry up! What are you doing? What do you think I'm doing? Taking a siesta? Yeah! 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 You want that gun? Pick it up. I wish you would. No, Red was right. You should have used the gun. <laughs> I figure we're even. Maybe I'm one up on you. I'll be seeing you, Glenn. You'll be seeing me. You'll be seeing me. Every time you bed down for the night, you'll look back into the darkness and wonder if I'm there. And some night I will be. Did you have a chance to um, even listen to the last episode? I was not able to listen to the last yeah. episode. I really wanted to, but uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've been busy with work, so I really want to listen to it, though. I really want yeah. to listen to it. I thought I was going to listen to it before we started recording this one, but no, yeah, it's all good. No. Um, that I do remember stuff about what I said. <laughs> yeah, so we decided yeah. we're gonna since we got into a you know a couple topics that we are pretty passionate about we're going to start you know just hey yeah. let's talk about that a little bit more while, while it's fresh, exactly. fresh in our minds so well, fresh in our minds yeah we're, we're, there might be some repetition there might be some nuances but this yeah. will be an episode where i actually uh, i am trying to I, I am remembering this sequence of events in a way so, yeah. so you that, know i think it, i think i think it's gonna be much clearer than the last one yeah so this is yeah this is, uh, I guess we'll call this East, Eastern, oh. Eastern meets Western. Um, Eastern meets Western. So we'll, talk, meets, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about a little bit, a little bit of Asian cinema, and then uh, follow that with some Western stuff, you know, American Western stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. So we'll do that. I guess so we'll start with uh, 
the topic we were we we touched upon in episode one, which is the uh, you know Hong Kong martial art kung fu comedy movies and uh, you know Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, stuff like that. And <laughs> I guess I'll yes, just I'll, I'll let you just take it away on that because you I'll have take it away on that. <laughs> yeah, you have, you have a lot of uh, experience in that realm. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, maybe not in the entirety of the Hong Kong uh, genre, like Shaw Brothers uh, material, all that stuff, like the Wuxia films and and um, and that kind of thing. But, you know, like, of course, like my passion when it comes to Hong Kong cinema, Hong Kong action cinema had, was, of course, Jackie Chan and still is to this day. And, you know, that's just like a prime example of stuff that I can never, ever get tired of. Like, I, I can never hit a point in my life where it's just like, I you know. I, I can't get into this anymore. No, I mean, that's, that is pretty much ingrained into my DNA. <laughs> like I just, you know, like I said before, literally, literally. literally. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but uh, yeah, before in the, in, in the last episode, I, you know, I, I said that I don't exactly remember the specific point in time when, you know, I first encountered Jackie Chan on the silver screen not well not really on the silver screen but just in general like when did i see him on tv like when was the first time i saw him on tv and i think what i said was that i first saw him uh my dad was oh again like i was i think i was a kid i was trying to sleep and i woke up and then i saw my dad watching watching on tv uh jackie chan it was just a scene of him driving a car and then putting a police flight on his dashboard and that was a scene from The Protector, which is not that if 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 you're you know getting into Jackie for the first time, that is definitely not the first film you should be watching. It was his first foray into you know into Hollywood. That was one of the first instances in which they really tried to make him you know an an enigmatic figure in Hollywood, like Clint Eastwood, you know, in that sort of vein. But it didn't work out. So that was the first. Uh, as far as I remember, that was one of the first times that I encountered Jackie. And then I think a second time was a David Letterman show. He was a guest, he had a guest spot on David Letterman. And that might have, that was one of the early times when I first encountered Jackie. But it just, I don't know, it hit a point in my life when I was maybe four or five where I was watching, I was watching, um, like rush hour on VHS and like, how did, how did I get into this? How, what, what was it that caused me to get into this stuff? I don't know. It's just, just one of those, I don't know. just one of those, uh, those instances where you're trying to remember and you can't remember. You just know that this is stuff that is literally ingrained in, into your system, into your DNA. And, uh, yeah. So I kind of got into Jackie, but in terms of the movies that I saw, it kind of went backwards. So like I said, I like there was Rush Hour, there was stuff like Rumble in the Bronx, which I both of those VHS tapes I still have and they're not in very good condition anymore because I wore those out as a kid. Like I watched them consistently. I well, I had them on repeat all the time. And uh you know, like so there was that and then eventually I, the first Jackie movie that I saw in theaters was Shanghai Noon. And that was a big deal for me because that was the first time I saw Jackie on the big screen. And you don't know how excited I was at the time <laughs> seeing that. And then, of course, there came the time, you know, I, you know this too, Ben. I mean, you know, 
you watched Kids WB back in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you know what I'm going to get into, Jackie Chan Adventures. That was a big, that was a really, really big thing back in the day. And I spoke about this before, but I'll say it again. Uh, with that came the the Jackie Chan action figures. And I was, as a kid, I was so excited. I was collecting them all. And after I got the first one, which was, it was Jackie and his sort of, uh, th- that show paid tribute to uh, Jackie's career. So you'll see references to Shanghai Noon. You'll see references to Rush Hour. You'll see references to Drunken Master. And the first figure was Jackie wearing a, you know, a, like an ancient Chinese garb that stuff that you'll see in the old kung fu movies and this one was sort of reminiscent to what the blue um attire that he had in drunken master 2 aka the legend of drunken is, master is this so uh, this jackie chan yeah. figure is this in the likeness of the character from the tv show yeah yeah, yeah like all right so to, just just <laughs> yeah, to interrupt yeah. for that i was watching yeah. that and like you know whatever eight nine ten years old mm-hmm. And you're like, right. you're seeing that and it's like, what? This guy is Jackie Chan? Because I knew what Jackie Chan looked like. And it's like, this guy does yeah, not look yeah. like him. Because they, I honestly, exactly. I do think they, for whatever reason, whatever executive made this decision was like, make him look like a white guy. I I, I don't know why, but <laughs> he looks like a a white dude. I'm like, this guy is supposed to be Asian. <laughs> you think he looked like a white dude? I, I, I mean, know. from yeah. memory, I. I, I could pull it up right now, and maybe I'll maybe I'll be in, maybe I'll be incorrect. But I, I thought it was like this isn't Jackie Chan. Like he Jackie Chan's like whatever. But that's just uh, that was one of my that was one of my first. You know, J- Jackie Chan Adventures was one, and then we had I, one of my classmates in school. Like we had like third grade, so it was must have been like oh one. 2001 oh yeah and he, 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 he we yeah. had to make some i forget why but we were making an, a powerpoint about like things that we like but it was also related to some class we were in and my, my one of my friends who i'm still who's also filipino uh and yeah. and i still talk to him today right um, he, yeah right he, right he had jackie right. chan on there and like the clip art in the powerpoint making like the uh, the image move around and like the he made like the kung fu sounds and stuff oh. like like the it wasn't Jackie though. It was like the Bruce Lee sounds. I'm like, this is kind of. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, looking yeah. back on it, you're like, this isn't right. <laughs> but I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That takes me. That, that takes me to what happened when I saw Rush Hour Two with my with my family and my cousin, my aunt and uncle were there, and I kept getting angry. I saw. I said this before, but I I kept getting angry at my cousin because he kept making Bruce Lee kung fu sounds in the theater when Jackie was fine. I'm like, this isn't. <laughs> stop just stop doing that so then like in the middle of them in the middle of the movie they had to separate us they had to put him in you're, between you're like hit, you were like hitting him probably yeah, no no I don't, I don't think i was hitting him but like i was like i was i think i just grabbed his hand and squeezed him, like stop doing that are you gonna reenact that noise or, uh, uh, i guess I, I guess i'll have to yeah it's like i don't yeah, think anyone yeah. makes this noise in real life but literally no, every no, kid every kid under the age of 10 thinks that's what you're the that's like the the sound effects that you make when you're fighting somebody oh yeah i know yeah it just kind of it, it became uh, it just became a trend like every time you fought somebody you know you, you thought you had to make those sounds i'm just like i don't get it i never really got it that basically was a uh, that was a meme before before it was a meme. before memes were a thing, <laughs> pretty much one of the first memes in a way. Yeah, yeah. 
I think so. But uh, but yeah, that was um, that was like a big thing uh, as part of my childhood. And uh, but going back to when I first got that figure, I know this is this sounds like stupid, but like this was like you know this is like I'm just recounting from memory. Like there's a story into how I got into these films, and um, when I got that action figure, like going home that night, I discover on Directv, Directv back in the day when. You check the guide. Well, you can do that now, of course. But I always had that habit of checking the guide to see what was up next. And then on the USA Network, I saw that they were showing Police Story 1 and 2. And at the time, I don't think I even knew that those were Jackie Chan films. So, you know, I hit the info button and I look at the cast. And I'm like, oh, my God, Jackie Chan. I'm staying up and I'm watching this right now. I'm, I'm there and I'm, I'm like holding my Jackie Chan figure. I'm, how, I'm like, well, how old were you? Yeah. Eight or nine years old. Or so this there. is like, yeah, early <laughs> 2000s, early 2000s, early 2000s, early 2000s. Yeah, exactly. And I fell in love even more. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this so much. And my mom's looking at me. And then there's that scene in Police Story where he's hopping the fence. He's trying to go save. Uh, he's trying to go save the girl. Was it Ma- Mag- Maggie Chung, I think? Not, not, not Maggie. He's trying to he's trying to go save Bridget Lynn. Oh, the, she, was she? Yeah, yeah. Was she the uh, she was like the the bad guys like. Uh, whatever. What's the basically uh, not not well mistress in a way. Oh, mistress. But, yeah, uh, mistress is the word yeah, I was yeah, looking mistress. for. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think she was technically a mistress, but she was just. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. Essentially, that guy's mistress. He was he. She was the drug lord's mistress, and Jackie goes goes and saves her. And there's a whole sequence where he's hopping the fence, he's climbing the tree, and then he hops on, he hops onto onto a ledge. And I, I'm there just giggling, I'm like not giggling, but like I think I've got like a wide smile on my face because it's like I want to be that, I want to be him. And then my mom looks at me and she's like, "Oh, I can I can tell you want to get into it now, don't you?" I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I remember watching that. Then immediately, Police Story Two, uh, you know, starts premiering right after it, and then. I think that might have been the first time that I stayed up past nine or ten PM wow. <laughs> in my life. That well, might have been like the first what time a, I did. What a time, what a thing to do that for, you know. I'm yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Your parents they, let you do that. That's pretty cool. They did, but I mean generally they 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 wouldn't, but you know, it was a weekend. It was a Friday. I can't believe I remember all this crap. That sounds cheesy as hell. Well, but, it was hey, it was, was like the yeah, that was, it know. was the formative years and you made like a, a memory that you just like seared in your oh, brain. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And see, like that love of it, it just continued. You know, I mean, like that, that was, I think. So yeah, again, Rush Hour, Rumble in the Bronx. I, I can't remember the like you know the specific order, but you know, it, it was during that time when Jackie sort of had a he had a little bit of a heyday in America. Yeah, so it, it was took him. It was like his. Then, it was like his fourth or fifth try. That uh, right, right. Yeah, because before I knew it, Shanghai Noon uh, got released. And then, you know, I went and saw that. And, you know, I went crazy over it as well. And Sean Wayne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sean, Sean Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> that's a, that's just, yeah, Owen Wilson. Wow. Now that, that, that's not a, that's, that's not a uh, good cowboy name. It's <laughs> not a good cowboy name. Yeah. What a great, well, <laughs> we know who they were uh, nodding to there. Oh yeah, exactly. And then, and then later on, you 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 hear that Owen Wilson, Roy O'Bannon's actually Wyatt Earp, which is actually which is actually pretty funny. That I think is one of Jackie's most underrated uh, performances. Maybe one of his most underrated films. Really? 
in America. It, it might be, you know, in terms of, I mean, I might be wrong about this. I mean, I, I need to revisit them myself. But in terms of his output in Hollywood, I think people need to revisit that one a bit more because everyone keeps talking about Rush Hour. Everyone keeps talking about that stuff. What about the Shanghai, the, the Shanghai Noon film? Because uh, yeah. Jackie and Ol- yeah, I don't know why Jackie they didn't Ol- make Wilson. another one. Like again, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a a proponent of eight. You know, Fast and Furious. Like they're on their ninth mm-hmm. movie. I'm not. I'm not a, like a proponent of that because it's like, come on, it needs to right, end end right. at some point. But at some point, I, I, right, Shanghai yeah. Noon, Shanghai Nights. It's like it looks like they were supposed to be. I guess I don't. I don't know if. Um, I guess Shanghai no, Sh- Shanghai Nights probably didn't do very well, like box office wise. So they just canceled the the the. the the third one in the trilogy or whatever they were going to Probably have. not. It was still a hit though. And people were really, I think. I liked it. We had it on DVD. Yeah, I, like, I liked it too. Oh uh, yeah. I have it on DVD too. And I also have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, you know, that was one film where you see another Hong Kong star, another Hong Kong movie star, Donnie Yen. And you see, and there's a fight between Jackie and Donnie Yen. So it was a big deal. It was a big deal. But in, in America, I don't think it made, enough money to generate a third film even though there were plans for a third film yeah so you had shanghai noon and you had shanghai nights and then the third one was supposed to be and apparently it was supposed to be called shanghai dawn and it was supposed to be directed by jared hess of napoleon dynamite fame really and it never yeah 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 it never came to fruition it just never came maybe to fruition. maybe o- mean, owen wilson and or jackie asked for too much money because i mean at that point jackie was a hot commodity Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's also another thing. I mean, the, the same thing happened with Rush Hour. It, it took a long time for them to actually get Rush Hour 3 off the ground because Jackie and Chris Tucker, well, I think maybe Chris Tucker more so. I, I think he wa- I remember money. hearing about that. Like he wanted a crap yeah. ton of money. Uh, Chris Tucker? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, Chris Tucker definitely wanted a lot, a lot of money. So then that, that basically halted plans. I mean, look, if they make it nowadays, I mean, the possibility of it being so bad is high, but I would still go see it. I mean, I'd see honest. it, but Jackie's... I would still go see it. Jackie was born literally a week before my dad, and so that makes Jackie... <laughs> Jackie's six, yeah. 68 years old. I don't think he's doing any, any kung fu movies anytime soon. No, no, that's the thing. And, I, and then we can get into something related to that a little bit later because of a recent um somewhat recent film that i saw from jackie and it's just it's disappointing but you know i mean yeah it's 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 just sad i mean there there was a potential for these new movies and i you know i i would have i would have loved seeing them in theaters i would have loved seeing them in theaters and um but yeah anyway that was so yeah, th- that that time in my life, just Jackie had like that sort of. He was on a hill at, during that time, and it, it was it, 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 it was great. It was just great. Is he see. off the hill now? I mean, uh, well, he's you know he's a, he, he's, he's a little bit like a you know I, it's not real, it's fake, but he's basically he's yeah. he's per, you know pretending like he's a communist sympathizer. He's not really, but he's just. Not really. He's saying no, that just I, to I, keep his, you know, hey, I want to keep my money over here. Like, you know, basically, don't. basically, look, Jackie also has a museum in Shanghai that houses, I think, well, most of his props from a lot of his movies. So, you know, there's 
there's a connection there. You know, yeah. if you were to say something here horrible you know that would have been taken away from him oh they could et cetera, easily et cetera. they could yeah. easily get rid of him if they really wanted exactly to. But, so you uh, know, we'll, we'll not go there <laughs> no it's fine that, that, that that's a part of jackie's uh that's a part of jackie's life that i just tend to try to stay away from or try to forget well because it's just at this point he's, he's old yeah. he's old anyway so just if you stay in the if you stay in the 70s, 80s, and, and early 90s, you're uh-huh. you're in like the that's the perfect time to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. That but, was the perfect time to be. Just, that was yeah. that was Jackie's climb up to up to success, and that was um, see, it, it took me well, I wouldn't say a while. Like I, uh, since I was like from four from ages four to six, I was watching Jackie movies on repeat. So you know that was like during the time, like around again 2001, 2002 was also the time where I started expanding into like the realm of early Jackie. So like I said, there was, there was police story one and two that I saw. And um, around that time, my family had planned a trip to go to the Philippines to see my, you know, my, my family, my, my, my grandma there. My grandma had taken care of me since I was a kid when I was born in New York and I hadn't seen her. Well, you know, I I had seen her in pictures, but I forgot. You know, of course, I wouldn't have known that she had taken care of me since I was a kid. Yeah, had I not seen those pictures, so I was seven years old, and I I I flew there, and then you know, just weird being in in another country that I didn't know, and my whole family they knew they they knew that I I was obsessed with Jackie Chan. So I spoke about this a little bit in, in the last episode, but my uncle rented like a, a huge huge stack of vhs tapes of jackie chan movies and little did i know that these were old jackie chan films so once i popped one in and him and i would like spend every morning and every night watching maybe we, we watch maybe two or three jackie films uh per day and the very first and one these are I like saw, these are like you've watched a different one every day right Oh yeah, we watch a different one every day, but there are also times where I would I would watch one again because I loved it so much. So, have, and before you finish that story, yeah, like do you yeah. rem- do you remember every single one that you saw, like all the titles? I I think I I pretty much do. I think I do. Yeah, what? How many? Um, how many have you seen so far total? Oh my god, man! I don't know. I mean, <laughs> if I were to count. Uh, let's see. Well, are they let's checked? See. Are they checked in on Letterbox? They are checked in on, on, on Letterbox, but I think that well, that list is private at the moment. Okay. So that would be that would be nearly sixty films that I've okay. seen in total. Huh? Yeah. Hey, I did pretty but, good. I'm I'm not there at sixty. Yeah. I'm at I'm at not there, uh, forty some forty seven or something. Forty forty seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think you you might have um seen ones that I still oh, I either haven't seen or still have to revisit. Because see the, this one I think you saw quite recently, uh, the one that I'm about to tell you right now. Yeah, and the, the the first film that I saw, the first 1970s Jackie film that I saw was Dragon Lord with my uncle. I saw that early one morning uh, when I was at my grandma's house there. Go, oh, Drag, Dra- was, Dragon Lord, also known as I think Dragon Strike. Dragon Strike, and that was in, was in that I don't yeah. was that his first directed. Uh, that I I know it was one. First it was, it was it one was of the hyena. Okay, so it was it was close. Or, you know, I think yeah. Oh, then again, I might be wrong about yeah. that. Sorry for I mean, sorry for interrupting, that, but that's no, I no, no, no. I have seen that movie one time. 
and it is one of my of one time. I've seen it one time, and I've seen the I forget the 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 I forget the uh, name for that sport, but I've seen that sport scene like with the, the hacky sack hockey slash yeah. soccer yeah. thing, whatever that is. I've seen that scene like eight Dude. times because I've like analyzed it. That 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 scene, scene's amazing. Okay. See, yeah, see that 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 film. Like, I, I specifically remember that scene, and I was the last time I saw that movie, I was seven years old. So you know, so it, you it, haven't it seen that. When you you haven't seen that since. No, no. It's, oh, it's, oh, we're we're, really we're revisit. We're reviewing it. <laughs> we're, gonna have to watch, we're gonna have to review it at some point. But like, see, you know, the, the thing is, it's like that film. You, you have that scene, and then you said you saw it eight times. That scene, I've seen. Have, I've seen a lot. It's on YouTube, so you can watch it. It's on YouTube. Yeah, I, 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 I can. But you know, the, the fact that I hadn't seen it since I was seven, I still remember that scene. I still, I still remember the fact that that scene happened, and that says a lot because yeah. there's like a there's such a great like craftsmanship uh, to Jackie's uh, style, and it, it just shows. You, you can't forget it, it, everything that he does is just so memorable. No, you bet you better you, like but, that because it took him like four thousand oh, takes yeah. or something. It took him. It, it was. I think it was one of the first films in which Jackie basically wasted the studio's budget. Oh they yeah. Oh yeah. It was way fun. over. Yeah, it yeah. was way over. It, they, yeah. Exactly. I think it took him. I think it took him like you know they were planned for like three month shoot or something. It took him like nine months to oh, a year. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It, Pretty much, he was away for a long but, time just to shoot that. But at the that, point, that at insane. that yeah. at that point, he's he was at that point in time. He was the next Bruce Lee, so they weren't going to say no to him. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They saw potential in him, so they they allowed him to do whatever he wanted. And it was it was Jackie basically making use of the freedom that he got because he was treated horribly. Uh, by Loway's studio, when Low, like after Bruce died, Loway was trying to craft him and sculpt him into becoming the next Bruce Lee, as he said. So you know, Dragon Lord, uh, the Young Master, Fearless Hyena, where he, you know, all helmed by him, he was making use of his style, like what he wanted to do, like the comedy that he wanted to push into his films and the kind of action that he wanted to shoot. And even before that, I mean. So yeah, Dragon Lord was what oh, was the first uh, 1970s Jackie film that I saw, and then I went on to like my uncle would, my uncle and I would then watch Fearless Hyena, or there was another one which I hadn't seen in a long time, uh, Snake Cream, The Arts of Shaolin, and God, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but that, and then uh, The Young Master. The Young Master also has a scene where Jackie spins a fan during uh, during a fight, and that took him. God, Lord knows how many takes, but in the same vein as what he shot that hack and sack scene in, in in Dragon Lord, basically the same thing. He was trying to perfect that scene over and over and over again. I and I remember that, what movie is this? Young Master or, or yeah 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 the Young I, Master. It was the, young the fans. Is that is that where he's like he's like flipping it around on his like I don't, I don't know if it's another body part or if it's his arms or you know hands or whatever but i i i vaguely remember what you're what you're talking you do, about yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was fighting two other guys and then he spins the fan in the air and catches it perfectly in rhythm with the fight choreography and it was it looked amazing and he had to do that scene over and over again just to get it on camera and yeah it, it, it was you know the, the, the work showed it was great but you know, like that was the, the stuff I, I just had fun watching all that stuff. You know, that was my, that, so that was my first foray into early 1970s Jackie. 
And then there came movies like Snake in the Eagle's Shadow. There came uh, Drunken Master. So both of those movies, I think that that sealed, that was the mark for Jackie to actually branch out and not be seen as the next Bruce Lee. That was when he became Jackie Chan. What do you think, Alex? And, um, and then, so, you know, before Dragon Lord, before Young Master, Fearless Hyena, you had Snake in the Eagle's Shadow and Drunken Master to really showcase him as, you know, I'm a new breed. I'm, I'm, I'm a new breed of man, basically. <laughs> so, you know, like... It's just, I mean, yeah, his style is completely different than Bruce. I mean, it's not even... Yeah, yeah. They tried... Yeah, exactly. The first exactly. couple they films, go. they tried to make him, like, the Bruce clone, but... At that, oh, at that, like, like yeah. yeah, but like at that point in time, like there had been so many Bruce exploitation movies, like we don't even need. I mean, Bruce Lie, Bruce Lay, Bruce I mean, Lai. all those guys, yeah. um, Dragon Lee. Exactly. I mean, they have. There's so many yeah. of copycats. <laughs> and Jackie was like, "What are we doing here?" Like, I know. Exactly. I have a different. I have exactly. a. I have a whole different style. Like, I have a different exactly. vision. And well, That's we're not going to get into the whole. His his uh, dynamic with Samo and and Yumbu and all those right. guys, but like those guys were oh. not anywhere close. Like Bruce was like no. just completely different. Bruce was completely different, and Jackie, Samo, Yun Biao, they were they all wanted to be different. Going to what you said about you know Bruce, yeah, there were plenty of Bruce Lees in in air quotes Bruce Lees in in Hong Kong at the time. It was just kind of sad, you know. I mean, Bruce Ploitation is interesting, but it's like you can never recreate the original. And Jackie, whenever you hear him in interviews talk about that um that that era of Hong Kong film where I think he he does talk about how sad it was, how depressing it was. Hong Kong cinema sort of or kung fu cinema became sort of depressing because everyone's trying to recreate what Bruce Lee did. Everyone wanted to, wanted to become Bruce Lee. So Jackie would would go in and say, everywhere you look, every, everyone's Bruce Lee, Bruce, Bruce Lie, Bruce Table, Bruce Chair. <laughs> he would just like make them up. It was just really funny just to talk about, just to see him talk about um, the different fake, fake Bruce Lees. But it was, yeah, that was a depressing time in, in that era. And Jackie, whenever, well, not whenever, but when he finally branched out and did his own thing, was given freedom to do his own thing, it really reignited you know, Hong Kong cinema. It, hung, it reignited Kung Fu cinema. Uh, yeah. Like, I, very much. And, I mean, he wasn't the only one, but he was a big proponent of it. I mean, Sam, yeah, Sam, yeah, yeah, Samo was there, and then you got all the the uh, Lao Karlong, a.k.a. Liu Jialiang. Oh, yeah. All his stuff at Shaw was uh-huh. way different than Bruce, but, I mean, uh-huh. there was, like, not too many pillars. Like, Bruce was the... You know, the God King couldn't do any wrong. Everyone in Hong Kong loved him. And then when he died, yeah, not many people took the torch. It was a select few. No, no yeah, exactly. And Jack, ob- obviously, field. Jackie was arguably the most popular out of out of the people who, you know, still, yeah. still were around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was the one who really shined through out of. Uh, maybe, over everybody it was just maybe oh yeah, may, maybe he uh maybe he he got the torch by getting punched in the face by bruce those couple times <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he got killed by bruce uh i think twice in in his films i mean if you i mean I, I, a lot of people probably already know this but i mean it happened in in fist of fury when uh when bruce fights 
the uh, the Japanese master. He kicks him in the neck, and then you see a guy flying through onto the field, onto the grass, and that's actually Jackie. Then you look at enter you you look at enter the dragon, and Bruce snapped someone's neck. That's Jackie. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 so funny. Like Jackie began his career as a you know as a low level stunt man in a way, and then you know suddenly he shoots up he shoots to fame and yeah it was that it was before really great. was that before or after he got the eye surgery <laughs> before or after he got the eye surgery oh way before he got the eye surgery <laughs> yeah i yeah, yeah. It's still wild to me that he he changed the his eyes but whatever no. oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> jackie uh, jackie's injuries are oh my god it's yeah, like how, how I mean, did this guy survive life he's you know? probably <laughs> in I mean, I, I don't know if he's still in like good shape now, but he's pretty, you know, he's only 70, but I mean, for his age, I think he is still in good shape. The dude's definitely got, he's has to have arthritis out the wazoo though. Has to. Well, you know, yeah, he has to. And there is a a little piece of trivia. You know, if you watch Jackie's movies, you do notice that he runs pretty funny, right? Uh, He has a funny way of running. Yeah. Like Like his arms, it's like a skip run or something i don't know it's weird in, in, in a way but he, he kind of runs like a little kid he's his arms are like flailing about you know and it's it's kind of it's become a staple of his of his movies but you know it's it's also pretty charming in a way but the reason is is because he's hurt his legs so many times that he cannot run properly his knees are basically shot he can walk of course but i mean when he runs he cannot run like a normal human being he's He's running like a little kid because his knees are just so they've been injured so many times. So all those injuries that he's he's accumulated over the years, you kind of see an evolution of the way he runs in his movies, I think. Yeah, I think I th- I think it's so funny. I don't know for a fact, but I think he's like the uh what do they call that the skier injuries where like literally yeah. sk- people who ski have literally they've uh-huh. broken every single bone in their body except for the ones in their ears. He's probably that way. He's probably broken it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he has. His sternum, he's broken his nose uh twice. He's got a permanent hole on the side of his head that is covered by a plastic um it's like an insert in a way. Really? And, uh, is that from is, yeah, is yeah, that yeah, from yeah. Armor of God? That is from the first armor of God. Yeah. So if you notice, I mean, I guess we'll talk about this film later on, but the in the in the very first uh, sequence, you see Jackie looks a little bit younger. He's got short hair, and there is a there is a stunt that he pulls off where he he, he ends up falling from a tree, and he hits his head on a rock. As from what I'm recounting, the story that I'm recounting, and he suddenly blood starts pouring profusely out of his ear and you know that required head injury and they were in another country at the time so to this day he's got a permanent hole in his head from that injury and they had to halt filming for uh for that movie in order for him to get better and then he just went straight back to filming and it yeah it's he almost died that was the he's almost died in a lot of his films but that was one film in which he literally almost died from that injury because he lost so much blood he hit his head it's and to be quite honest when you watch the stunt it doesn't look that bad like the stunt doesn't doesn't look look that bad like compared to (laughs) compared to the drops in project a and police story like i would do that i would do that stunt in armor of god over 
over those two at any day because those were just like straight drops, like multiple stories. Oh, dude. I mean, Project A, where he 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 did that tribute to Harold Lloyd and Safety Last, where he with, yeah with the uh, with the clock the, with the clock yeah yeah with the clock. He did that scene more than once. He thought the first fall wasn't good enough, so he did it again. Yeah. So when you watch when you watch Project A, you're gonna see him fall down. You you, you, you see a bunch of different cuts. Fall, be, yeah, exactly. He, it's like you could have chosen one cut, but he decided to put all the cuts in which he fell <laughs> into the film. Yeah, well, so you're it, seeing, but you're seeing two movie. falls in one. You're seeing two falls sequence. in one. Uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, police, police story. He he burned his uh, his palms by sliding down that pole. And he only did that scene once, but you know, you see three different angles from which he slides down that pole. Yeah, when he when he yells, <laughs> yeah. he yells at it like beforehand to psych himself yeah. up. It's like that was yeah, that was yeah. real. <laughs> exactly, that was real. That was real. And Jackie has a funny story about that too in one interview where I think a friend of his before he filmed that scene, the mall was going to reopen in Hong Kong, and they had been filming all night. And because the sun was nearly going to come up, it was a night scene. So, you know, it had to look, it had, the lighting had to be proper. It had to look like it was still night at the mall. So they had to basically cover all the windows up top with, with black paint or whatever. And they had to make it look like it was still nighttime because they had been shooting for so long in the mall. And before, when it finally got to the scene, everyone's all exhausted. Everyone's tired. And Jackie has to film that final stunt where he slides down that pole i think he said that a friend of his uh gave him like a little buddha statue to put in his pocket as like you know for good luck and jackie was like what the hell okay fine whatever <laughs> and he went on and shot that scene it's uh god it's i mean the, the stories that jackie has about uh, about his films it's just you know it's like it's funny it's extraordinary it's you know it's, it's just great and you don't get that nowadays. It's it's like there there are things nowadays where uh, you know things are just done you know in front of a green screen, of course. And you look at stuff like that. You just you really appreciate that you're putting your life in danger, but you 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 see the you see the craftsmanship that and the thought that goes into performing a performing these stunts or performing a scene. And you know that that is, it's just great. It's really great. But yeah. Um, that was so. Wait, wait a minute. So you 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 got into Jackie. You worked a little bit backwards, didn't you? When it came to yeah, Jackie's so films. yeah, so I too, well, you know, same around the same age. I think I saw Rush Hour. I never, I didn't have cable growing up. So whenever I whenever I went over like my grandmother's house or cousins' houses or whatever cable would be on because i'd be like i can't get this at home so of course i'm going to turn it on whatever so rush hour is one of those films where i probably saw like the beginning middle and end you know 20 times over the like two or three year period but never ever all the way through but rush hour um shanghai noon my cousins had that on dvd and that was like i gotta watch that all the time whenever i'm with over their house and they were like three hours away so it wasn't too often it was like a couple times a year um, those are two, those were probably the two big ones. Um, and then once I got a little older, you know, seventh, eighth grade, we got around the world in 80 days was coming out. Um, the medallion, I saw that the tuxedo, uh, yeah. the tuxedo the medallion was, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> the tux I remember as a kid, I was pretty disappointed. And again, film, but I still like it. So. 
as a kid, as a kid, you're like, these, yeah. these films are freaking awesome. And they, <laughs> they were as a kid, but then you like, yeah. you, if you were to watch them now, they're just not as good as his older stuff. They're not, um, they're not as good as his older stuff at all, but I would still enjoy myself watching them. It's funny. I mean, like, you know, even the shitty films of Jackie, I would still probably nab on Blu-ray to this day. I kind of want to watch Tuxedo again, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it one more time because now my memory's pretty one good. One more time. My memory's pretty good yeah. now, so if I don't like it, I'll know not to watch it, but it's Jackie. So. Right. Like, I it's like, Jackie. Jackie yeah. Chan, if he's in a movie, there's a pretty good chance I'll, I'd watch it. Right, right, but, exactly. I'll, like, I, that was that was my that was my philosophy, even to this day. Even if it's not good, Jackie, I'm still gonna watch that film. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I'll talk about how bad it is yeah, later on. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of bad. I mean, there's probably more bad ones than good ones at this point, since he's he's made like something dumb, like 200 movies or 150. I mean, it's made a lot, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I said in the last episode when we were just kind of talking about the introduction into this stuff, um uh-huh. yeah. in twenty fourteen when I when I was watching all those Jackie movies, you know, as a I forget whatever, junior in college or something, I uh uh-huh. bought bought a there was an eight film um set from Miramax that, you know, that was the Weinstein brother the Weinstein brothers, you know who that is. Uh yeah. The, oh, yeah. it was their company, so somehow they I think they somehow Jackie was Jackie was up. He was so either dis- distribution rights or whatever. They were tied up with them. So they released some movies uh-huh. back, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And so right. that's, that was like my more quote unquote mature Jackie films. Um, I was getting into, and that was, you know, Dragon Lord, like we said, there was project a, yeah, that was, well, well, so hang on. So just interrupt for a second. So Dragon Lord was your first, like not like early Jackie nineteen. It, that was your first foray so into it early was, Jackie. It was probably um Project A was probably the first like all right, I'm not ten anymore watching these movies. It was probably <laughs> uh Project A, then Dragon Lord, which is Dragon Lord and Project yeah. A are fantastic movies. Um Yes, yes. And then I also ordered the same time around the same time frame um dragon dynasty which is that that company is no longer around but they used to release a lot of uh old hong kong movies um dragon dynasty the dvd of police story um so Uh, i watched that that year uh i also i also own a shot factory um dvd double feature of police story and police story Two, which I've never opened. Damn. I've never opened. Oh, it's, it's in the pla- it's in the plastic, right, right here. Um, oh gosh! And I'm, it's pretty funny. Like I bought, I probably bought this for you know back ten years ago. It was probably between nine and fifteen bucks or something. And that's not that's probably it was probably pretty expensive at the time, but it really didn't come with like any special features. It was just the two movies. Um, uh-huh. So those uh, those wow, not not even not even open still in pristine condition. Yeah, I've never opened it. I don't plan on it because I also own both the Criterion DVD set of the two yeah. and the Blu-ray set. So I yeah. I own Police Story one four times. Damn it, man! Damn it! You kind of beat me there because I only own Police Story. I own I own the Criterion uh, version of Police. Story. The Blu-rays. So yeah, the Blu-rays, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah, I've showed I've showed. <laughs> I showed my, my I showed one of my brothers the uh, first one and he was a fan. Actually, I think 
Yep, my, I made my wife. When I say made, asked my wife, and she regretfully asked said her. she regretfully said yes to watching a movie with me, which it's hard to get her to do. And uh, project, she, not project, loved- Police Story One. Police Story. Got, yeah, she didn't yeah, dis. She, it, she didn't. Yeah, I wish she didn't love it. But she, <laughs> she didn't. She didn't hate it. She just was. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just doesn't get right, it. Right. Doesn't get it, and uh, that's fine. <laughs> He doesn't get it. Yeah, there are people who just as, don't get it. As me, as me, old dad, <laughs> as me, old dad would say, different strokes for different folks. So exactly uh, um, right. Yeah, but you're missing. You're missing it out. It can be a little bit. You're missing out. <laughs> I'm missing but, out. No, not but you. I'm just if you, if you're not watching Jackie, you're missing out because it's just, right. right. It's right, real. Exactly, it's exactly. it's a it's not even at the level of entertainment. It's like almost exactly exactly. It's above. I said that. I said that to people. I said that to people. It's just kind of, I mean, like, it doesn't really, like, it doesn't anger me, of course, but it's like this disappointing that you don't see what I see. You don't see the magic that I see here. I mean, well, like, it's I like a friend of mine. What? I was just going to say, like, if you watch a Jackie film from 1978 to 1988, mm-hmm. he is doing, yeah. he and the people that he works with in those films are doing things that literally no Hollywood star today could do. Just no, flat no, exactly, out. exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, really, you know, like you, you don't get that level of craft anymore. The closest that you can get nowadays is to who does crazy stunts or you know utilizes a budget, not well, utilizes a budget in a fair way, or just go over budget like crazy would be Tom Cruise. Yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise. I think is, like yeah, yeah. He's by himself. He still can't. Like he couldn't have even in his in his peak shape, he still would have gotten his ass kicked by Jackie Chan. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Ja- peak exactly. Jackie, I think peak Jackie is probably the most fit movie star of all time. I mean, he's oh yeah more fit. Oh, yeah. Than, he's more fit than Bruce Lee. I mean, Bruce Lee was wasn't even that muscular. He was just very very you know no fat on his body. But Jackie was like you know yeah. bodybuilder <laughs> bodybuilder size for a small guy. You know he's he's fairly small. Um, he's fairly small, yeah. But yeah, compared to me. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he he was in the you know, in in his prime, that guy was probably he could probably could beat almost anybody up, except for you know maybe a professional boxer at two fifty, someone who's huge. But someone who's huge, yeah. He, I, like I think I think Jackie's skills are. I mean, people keep talking about the the whole like fake martial arts of Jackie or whatever. But I think you know, I mean, I think. From from what I from what I hear from other people, Jackie Jackie was trained in you know legitimate martial arts. Like I mean, in the China in the China Drama Academy that he attended with Sammo Hung and Yen Biao. I mean, they learned they were they were basically working out as kids every single day. They were learning kung fu from morning to the afternoon. They were doing gymnastics. Uh, I think afternoon to night, it was like, it was a routine that they just kept going and going and going. They were beaten too. Like they were physically oh, yeah. beaten. I want to see that. Every day. I, wa- so. I want to see that film painted faces. I haven't seen it yet. Me too. Me we too. Should, well, I guess we're, is, I guess we're, we're reviewing that one too. <laughs> I think, I, I think, I think we are, but you know, the, the funny thing is because who was it? Uh, Sam, Samo played their master. master yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ESPN. I haven't heard much about the film except for people that I, you know, trust the people people's opinion that i trust have said like that film, uh, that film is actually like a very good film a very good film right yeah that's what i heard too Sam, but I also, did sam did, did sam did samo direct oh, that yeah. film uh i don't think he did 
Uh, I'll, uh, I'll look it up. I, I'm sure. He, I'm, I'm. I'm sure he was one of the producers. But you know, the funny thing about that film is that Samo, Jackie, and Yen Biao also uh, Yen Yen Wah, who who st- who did who was Bruce Lee's stunt double for. See, that's a thing. People think that Bruce Lee could do you know like great uh, flips in the air. Like he was a great gymnast too. Now he wasn't. Now he wasn't. That that was Jackie. Bruce was mainly just no. Jack Bruce, yeah. Bruce was. I I don't even want to get into the the super gritty (laughs) the the super gritty details, but on we could get into that next time. (laughs) Yeah, but from the but from from the sources that I've been listening, you know, podcasts that I've listened to from people that have no they they actually know the people in the industry in Hong Kong and yeah, they basically said like in I know Bruce what maybe he had one or two professional fights ever in his life. The guy was not a martial. He, he was barely a martial yeah. artist. It was for show. And he did it well because people liked him at the time. But yeah. what followed after that is, is what I consider more of the golden age, not him. He, right. He's no, I mean, for other reasons, for reasons unknown to unknown to me, he's on a pedestal uh-huh. because this is how it works with, with movie stars, people who are, you know, any musicians, anyone that dies young, just su- just su- uh, just suddenly they're Jesus and they can walk on water because they're they're dead now. Yeah. You can't you can't talk badly about them now. They're dead, and yeah, that's just how much, it works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. I mean, yep, Bruce. I mean, it's it's been said Bruce has gotten into into a few street fights as a kid back in the day, and he, I think he also learned boxing, but I don't think he not to the level that Jackie did. Honestly, not Jackie was learning. Not as many fights. As, not as many fights as Jimmy Wang Yu. Oh well, yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> which, which Jimmy we can. Wang Yu is another one. I I need to get into into his movies. Yeah, actually. I mean that he's... is one. That's a blind spot for me. That's see, that's a big blind spot for me. Uh, I'm so inundated with Jackie. Yeah, Jimmy Wang Yu is a blind spot for me. I know that him and Jackie have connections, and it's like Jimmy also helped Jackie kind of get get out of a situation with, with the triad. Which, so that Jackie because of movie... Ch- because of Chang Che, yeah, 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 exactly. And God, I need I need to revisit. I need to. Uh, look that story up again but uh, re- hey but man yeah, read I mean, that book i was talking about these fists break uh, bricks i know i know i got i'm I buying it i'm buying it this year you're buying it you're buying it this year i, oh, I, I, I rented it from the library and it, it's it's very good they they the, the bruce praise is a little bit too much for my my liking i, I like that man but they they go you know, they go a lot into the bruce exploitation stuff so it's really interesting yeah. stuff but the, uh-huh. the Jimmy Wang, yeah, the Jimmy oh, Wang, yeah. the Jimmy Wang, you and Jackie stories are all in there too. Okay, yeah. I'll see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get so hard into that. <laughs> and that was a. So I, I that's a 300 page too. book, and there's a lot of movie posters and yeah. and pictures and stuff. But like that was a. I read it in less than a week, and it's 350 oh. pages long. Okay. All right. It's that's worth. No, the only th- my only critique, guys. If the authors aren't listening, they probably won't listen to this episode. Yeah. But uh, my only critique <laughs> is. When you have a movie that big, or sorry, a movie, a book that big, I prefer yeah. not to have it. It's literally like a, it's bigger than like an eight by 10 piece of loose leaf. Like it's a huge book. Uh-huh. It's really big, but uh-huh. I, I think they did. Right. They did that because of the pictures and that's just is what it is. There's a lot of pictures, um, but oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Um, but yeah, very good. But circling back to some of the Jackie stuff that, 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 uh-huh. that, that eight disc, um, not eight disc. The eight movie set that I got from Miramax also had 
Yeah. The, the move it also had Operation Condor on there and Armor of Armor of God, yeah. which I haven't seen Operation yeah. Condor yet, which I need to Okay, you we gotta we got we gotta review that one. Sure. I went but I saw I Operation saw Condor. Yeah, I saw Arm, I, Armor I, of God. I saw Armor of God like last month. Uh-huh. For the and first for the first time. It was it was average to me. Uh, I think there's a lot it of It was average, right? Yeah. There's a lot of It's an average film. There's a lot more more fun Jackie movies and just better made and I we could get into details later if we ever review um Operation Condor, we can talk about that one too. Um Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there's also, a lot there's stuff. one gem on there that I'm wondering if you have seen and have that is Twin Twin Dragons. Have you seen that? Okay, I have another story about that. That you see, you, so you have seen it. I have seen it as a kid, and I ate it all up. <laughs> yeah. Well, so <laughs> I love as movie. a kid that, that that came out yeah. in ninety. I think off the top of my head, I think it's ninety two. It's either ninety one or ninety two, and I think what che- Chewy Hark was I'm the uh, was he the director of it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So yeah, I don't. You're right. That's ninety two. I don't. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not looking that up it's in my year notes before we were born. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Hey, don't give her out that information. <laughs> but that, I, and yes, I was not looking that up. That was off memory. But that movie not, around that time frame, it's it's a Hong Kong movie, ninety two. I think the uh-huh. the the John Claude Van Damme movie, Double Impact, came out the year before. If Same. I, if I oh really, I think it came out the year before. So I want to say Jackie and Chewie definitely lifted that premise because. That was also a movie where, well, the the whole point, you know, twin twin dragons, double impact. Yeah, the star plays yeah. two characters, and they're bro- twin brothers. You're right, you're right. Yeah, I I I haven't seen see Jean Claude Van Damme is another well, not really a blind spot, but I need to I need to get into his movies. We can cover too. that. I've seen a few, and I, I, I we can cover that too. Yeah, I mean, like I was into Bloodsport, uh, Pickboxer, but anyway, anyway, going back to Jackie, I think you might be right. Yeah, they did take the idea. I just know. I that think, Jack, but if you, okay, look. If, if you were to look up the 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 actual production time frame, uh-huh. it might be one of those uh-huh. things where I don't know the details off the top of my head because I haven't researched it. But maybe somehow uh-huh. Golden Golden Harvest was invo- involved in both. I'm not sure. I'm not sure at all. But um, well, yeah, Golden Harvest is, was definitely involved in Jackie's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ter- if double Double Impact, no. D- double Impact is um, is it? Is, that's a completely different. It's not a canon film, well, I don't for, think. But it's, I don't think so. No, that's that's Vision. That, that's Stone Group Pictures, Vision International. Okay, yeah. Distributed by Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a Double Impact was not directed by a Hong Kong. No, that was it. Was Sheldon Littich. Yeah. Which, yeah, which yeah, he did exactly. a few he did a few films with uh, JCVD and again yeah. <laughs> Double Impact highly recommend yeah I think I actually you really oh boy I think I gave both of those <laughs> movies the same rating um, hey, hey wait a minute isn't Bolo Young in that movie too just like in he, Bloodsport yeah so he was in a lot of oh um, shit <laughs> he was in a lot of John, yeah Jean Claude Van Damme had Bolo in a lot of his movies because they were all tight I mean that that whole I mean the cold martial arts thing like. Unless you had like some kind of ri- rivalry, they were all tight, and it was a well double impact for people that don't know is a uh, I don't know who funded it, what country. I'm assuming it was a joint venture, but it was a th- obviously an American, probably, and a uh, Hong Kong production because it was filmed in Hong Kong, and that's why I, f- as a, as a kid, we, we had the VHS, and I just love that movie because it's so different. You got the you got like the Hong Kong city stuff going on, and then you got like there's a 
I think there's more, maybe more than one scene on those like junk boats, you know, you know, those old junk boats. Um, when I say junk boat, that's a type of boat in Hong, like a Chinese type of boat where if you see them, you, you know what you're looking at. You, you know what a junk boat is once you see it. So, um, there's a scenes in that in the Harbor and it just, the, I think that was probably, that movie was probably the first time where I'm like, dang, this like stuff does, you know, this landscape does not look like where I live. I really like this. It's different. <laughs> it, it caught your eye. It's intriguing to you because it's like, Hey, this is, this is a new world I'm kind of venturing into. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that, that is, yeah, that's a, that's a good way of, uh, uh, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, honestly, but going back to what you Oh yeah. Go on. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, going back to what you said about Twin Dragons possibly taking the idea from Double Impact, Twin Dragons was also basically it, it, it was sort of a hodgepodge of all the all the Hong Kong stars in one film. I think that might have been the original concept. That was the uh, that was the point of Twin Dragons, but then it became it's it is still, of course, a Jackie Chan vehicle because you know you see him playing you see him playing two twin brothers, and yeah, I mean. You had what? Well, you had Maggie Chung in there. You had you had a lot of you had Eric Tseng, You had Ringo Lam. You had a lot of David David Chiang, Philip Chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. A lot. Oh, of them were they in even there. had Lau Car Lung was was a cameo. Lau Car Lung was exactly. Yeah, that was that was basically that was basically the Hong like the prime Hong Kong film. If you want to talk about Hong Kong stars being in the same movie together, it was an ensemble cast. Well, that's that's um, that's one, but obviously. Um, I'm I'm kind of jumping the gun, but yeah, th- those movies, not as met, not as many Hong Kong stars, but the 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 uh, the Lucky Star films had were the, the Lucky Star films were great. They yeah. they had all the big names at the time in the in the in the mid eighties, and um, you know, true, winner, true, winners true. and sinners, my Lucky Stars, Lucky Stars, blah yeah. blah, whatever the third one's called, I forget off the top of my head, but those and then, yeah, 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 yeah. I just I just. I watched those all three at the the first three because I think there's like six or seven yeah. of them and uh, there's plenty of them and you just it, stop it, when Jackie leaves the franchise. Well, you, know, you don't need to continue. Well, you can't even. I don't even think. I don't think an American audience can even see those films. I think it's probably no. impo- <laughs> unless you go over there and somehow get a a bootleg or something. I don't think they're available. Um, Pretty much no. Only the, only the first three are available here. Yeah, uh, and and yeah. Honestly, I mean Jackie's really kind of a they falsely said, Hey, like let's slap your name on it just to get people to come to the movie. Cause he's only, he's in, I think he's in two of them. The first winners and centers. I don't even think he's in it. And, uh, he's in it. He's he's only in it for a little bit. Yeah. He's in it, but he's, it's a cameo appearance. And then he's in it a little bit. He's in the other ones a little bit more, but like they put his name, like top billing. Like he's like literally like second. Exactly. I know whatever, but those, those were, (laughs) those were ensemble films. And then, yeah. Obviously, the three dragons. You got Yoon Byu, um, Samuel Hung, yeah. and Jackie. You got the Wheels on Meals, yeah. Dragons, Dragons Forever. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those were Wheels on Meals. Those are my are, more. I think that might be those are more uh, the more recent ones I got into. But yeah, they're very they're ex- oh, okay. They're excellent. Yeah. Obviously, Wheels on Meals was was another uh, film that I didn't see. Like I, I think I saw snippets of that with my uncle back back when I watched uh, Jackie films with him in the Philippines. But Wheels on Meals, I didn't see until much later, around 2019, fun fact. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable that I had not seen that film until much later. But Wheels on Meals is definitely one of my favorite 
one of my favorite Jackie films, and I think my my most favorite of the three with the three brothers from the from the Hong Kong or China Drama Academy. And yeah, you know, talk about like Jackie being like the most fit. I think Wheels on Meals is definitely a good example of Jackie being one of the most fit. Like prime that that is prime Jackie, like in his like top top shape, his top tier shape. And there he's fighting a real uh, kickboxer slash karate champion, uh, Benny the Jet Perkitas. And they that is the first out of two fights that they had done on screen. And it is just that is a fight that should be a prime example of how fights should be done. Like one versus one fight should be done because it is just the most entertaining thing that you could ever see, even nowadays. It beats a lot of like you know a lot of fight scenes and fight choreography that you'll get nowadays in film. That fight itself is just oh my god! Oh, it's fantastic! Just, it's it's it's, 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 yeah. it's electric, man. I mean, you're like not it's you're electric. not you're not blinking when you're watching that. I'm not. Yeah, you're you're on the edge of your sink. You're not you're not blinking. I'm I'm just there like watching my eyes dry out and get red eye because my contacts are burning for fucking. It's just oh my god. I I just even now like I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm just oh my god. I want to watch that movie do, again. Do you just know? Because of that. Do, do you know the story um, with Benny and uh, Jackie? I'm assuming you, you do. But how, yeah. Maybe you don't. But how? Yeah. You, what were you gonna say? You, Oh, you mean you mean how Jackie and Benny? Well, Jackie kept telling Benny, "Hey, I, I want to challenge you to a real fight." And Benny said, "Okay, let's do it. Let's just name a time and place." And then Jackie never did. And then eventually, he it just kept going and going and going throughout production. I think it got to a point where people in on the production of Wheels on Meals had been making bets as to who's going to win: is it going to be Jackie or is it going to be Benny? And the fight never took place. There was so much hype regarding that fight. And it never took place. And I think, I, yeah, yeah, I think you might know a little bit more than me. No, no, I that was that covers a lot of it. In one of um, in one of his, oh, when I say his, in one of Benny's interviews with, uh, it's on the special features of either the DVD or one of the movies. Uh, well, Wheels on Meals, but one of the releases has his interview on there, and uh, he basically just said the same story you said, but he like kept. Benny kept asking Jackie like over and over again about that and yeah. uh, you know to, to no to no avail and then like I think they filmed for like 6 weeks or whatever in Italy or whatever country, yeah. whatever country they were in in it, Europe. Oh yeah. And he in, in, and in he Spain, in Barcelona, yeah. Yeah, okay, in Spain. And he um uh Benny at the end like went to Jackie and was like it was like the last day they were together or whatever. He's like are we going to do this or not? And Jackie just like <laughs> didn't even say anything. All he said was like he gave him a thought like cuz they didn't speak Jackie didn't speak very good English back in the eighties, so no, no, he just he, gave him he like a, no. he gave him a thumbs up and was like, "Good job!" <laughs> like, like the hype, <laughs> the hype was just the hype was just there to get the uh, the crew, right, like everyone, right. like just pumped up and happy to be there, like just to be like amped up right. all the time. So, uh-huh. and I know Jackie's yeah, like, "Good job, good job, what, <laughs> good job, good job, thumbs up and good job." That yeah, was basically what what he did to him. I just don't know because I mean, I, I think. I don't know what Jackie was trying to do there. I don't know why he even did that because, you know, I mean, I would have loved to see him fight Benny in real life. And the yeah. thing is, I mean, we've spoken about this before, but did, did you say that, that Benny would beat Jackie in real life? Did I say that? Easily? You think he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I like, like, do you think Benny would have? Uh, I mean, in real life Benny's the, a, tra- the fight's taking place. Benny was like, you know, yeah. trained in it. I, 
I think at that, well, that was what, like 82, 83 when they were filming that? 80, 80, that yeah, yeah, yeah. is a very, Benny was obviously like, you know, I don't know if he was an undefeated fighter at the time, but I don't know I much. I, was, I don't know yeah. much about him, but he was definitely a hot topic or otherwise, why the hell would he be in the film? So he was famous. I know, yeah, yeah. He was obviously famous for what he was doing. So he, and he's probably around the same size as Jackie. So I, again, I, I don't think I don't remember saying that Benny would have won, but I definitely think it would have been a coin toss. You know, any what do they what do they say about the NFL? Any given Sunday, like anybody anybody could win. So like I really don't know. Yeah, I I mean if you ask me, because you know I, I this goes a little bit back to Bruce Lee being like you know this sort of fake martial artist. But I, I had a another conversation with a friend about this, and uh, my a buddy of mine was. Uh, he was training in Kung Fu for a bit. And, you know, of course, like you get like those generic questions as to like, who's going to win Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan. And I think the general response from people would be Bruce Lee. Right. But these, other? Th- these guys, the wait, what if Bruce and Jackie fought? Yeah. Bruce and Jackie fought. I, I, I think, I think if Bruce and Jackie fought at their both, um, at their, they're both their uh, their peak form. I don't think uh-huh. Bruce is going to win. I, yeah, okay, okay. I, I think. Say that, then. Well, I think Jackie win. probably. If you look at, I, you said earlier on this podcast uh, episode, you said something about like he was in peak form in the eighties, and I've heard other people, yeah, argue he was in peak form in uh, in uh, eagle in the eagle's claw. What's uh, what's that? The snake and eagle. Oh, snake, snake and eagle shadow. Snake and eagle. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, which yeah. is like you know a couple of years earlier, whatever. So it doesn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't right. care. I don't care what time it was. <laughs> but if you take Jackie right, right. versus Bruce, I mean, I, I'm Bruce might have a couple inches on him height wise, but I think Jackie probably weighed thirty pounds heavier than him. Like I, I think Jackie was an inch taller than Bruce. Bruce was oh. five foot seven. Jackie, Jackie's supposed to really? be like five foot eight. Well, they, so, yeah, they, they do a yeah, good. Yeah. They do a good job making Bruce look taller because I would have guessed five ten, oh, five ten, five eleven. <laughs> No, no, Bruce Lee was pretty short. You know, yeah. he's just Bruce Lee is just as tall as Tom Cruise. You know, six foot. <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much. I know. Yeah, of course, right? Yeah, that's what they They're look like in their own way. <laughs> but no. yeah, no, you're not the only one to say that because that's, I mean, yeah. my buddy, he was training with these guys, and and uh, they, the, the the people are like, you know, his his master, I guess, as one would call it, said that Jackie would have beaten Bruce Lee because of the training that he's had. Bruce, what was like skilled in Wing Chun, and then created Jeet Kune Do out of you know just taking the best what he considered the best aspects of each each martial art or, or each fighting technique and combined them. And the idea was to adapt to any style, right? But Jackie was trained in northern and southern style Shaolin Kung Fu, and people nowadays probably don't even consider that real martial arts or real fighting styles that are actually effective. But those were made for a purpose back in the day. And the style that, I mean, I might be naive in this topic, but as far as I know, and was from what I've gathered, just watching videos and reading stuff online, is that the style, the styles that Jackie learned, that was not fake. That was, those styles were actually made, crafted for a purpose back in the day. And I think those styles have just over the years become bastardized because of communist China. I mean, is that fair to say? I don't really I, know. I don't know. Either. I'm just gonna. I'm just. Gonna, I'm just going by what I know. And I think Jackie literally learned good martial arts skills. 
And after that, I mean, take into account that Jackie had been in plenty of fights as a kid back in the day too. And he had been beaten. He had been, he had been through, he, his, his body as a kid had been through a lot. And then you get to the eighties and then he's, he's doing all these stunts, choreographing fights. And also him and Samo became black belts in uh, a Korean martial art called Hapkido. And I think even during that time, Jackie was learning others, other uh, martial arts like karate, uh, Taekwondo. And you take into account all of that. Jackie, basically, his style that you see on film isn't really just simply an, an art, per se. But it is a proof. It is a combination of the, of the styles that he's learned throughout the years. So when you take in, when you take that into account, and then you know have that pinned against Bruce Lee, and you, you kind of see a difference there. Jackie's skills, I think, outweigh Bruce's skills. So I think Jackie would have beaten Bruce in a fight. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I think I if, think so. I think if, so. If you watch the movies, I think the sheer physicality is very evident. Oh yeah, it's, it's evident. In, oh, in Jack, yeah. Jackie's films are like you know. A lot of long cuts of doing a bunch exactly. of intricate moves. Uh, yes. Exactly. And then you watch exactly. Bruce, Bruce's movies, and then there are a lot of cuts. Like, you know, you get a cut of Bruce's face, and he's kicking somebody, and he's kicking the air, and then they cut to, like, his foot hitting someone's face. It's like, exactly. is, that, exactly. even, is exactly. that even real? I don't. Is that even his foot? I don't know. I, exactly. Well, so, no. I, I mean, see, like. That's the hype train, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it's the hype train. And if you have that book in your possession right now, if you read I Am Jackie Chan, which is, of course, I mean, it's sort of a sensationalized autobiography of uh, of Jackie's life. But, you know, the whatever. I mean, the, the writer was basically kind of, you know, he was dramatizing events of Jackie's life, obviously. You compare that to Jackie's new autobiography, Never Grow Up. But if you look at... um. If you look at that autobiography, I Am Jackie Chan, he does recount a story when him, Sammo Hung, and Yen Biao went to go see the big boss in theaters. And I think this was like around the time that they had either, I think they had left the China Drama Academy. And this was when they were dreaming of making it big in the movies. And I think one of the criticisms about uh, about the big boss was that Bruce was basically fighting men one by one. It was never... It, it it didn't look like a real fight, a fight that would happen in real life, where everyone's just trying to go at you and attack you at the same time. Well, but Bruce was literally fighting men one by one. Yeah. It's not realistic. It and, doesn't and look good. If you, <laughs> that's a critique I've heard before from other people. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I, I, it's a, obviously a critique I hold myself. That's a view I hold myself. And if you really think about it, most... Those films with Bruce and any film in the eighties that's American, if you if you actually study the fight scenes, it's usually I hit you. Now you hit me. I hit you. Now you hit me. And no, these films, you know, these Hong Kong films, Shaw Brothers, Jackie, uh, there's a, a whole slew of them. Sammo, uh, you know, obviously they're they're doing. There's so many things happening at once that uh, you almost can't even digest it unless you watch it three or four times. Right. Right. Exactly exactly there's so much going on and it's so it, it's just it, it's just amazing to watch and it's I, I mean like of course like they they are like you know sensationalized fighting but 
they're about as closest to a real fight as you can get because it's one guy versus many and the way they're being attacked and i mean i guess like you can agree with it too but you know that is more so close to real fighting where everyone's trying to get at you at the same time it doesn't look like it looks like a guy frantically trying to get out more so than bruce lee on the hero i hit you you hit me but i'm gonna be the one who's gonna win because I'm fighting each one of you with it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so funny. I mean, it's there, just so funny. there's a scene in Big Boss where, uh, with, with Bruce, uh, I just watched that this year, actually. It wasn't awful. It was just, it was okay. It's too long, but whatever. Okay. whatever. We, don't need, we don't need to go into too much de- detail on it. No. But there's one scene where they're, like, they're in like the yard at the, at the factory and all the guys are coming uh-huh. to fight him and he's circled by like literally like 40 guys. And I'm like, yeah, right. You guys could have taken him so easily. You just all jump on him at the same time, and he can't win. Like it's it's just <laughs> yeah, so exactly. it's so unrealistic. But that's it's so uh, funny. Though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's whatever. All right, it's so funny. The, I guess the first one then would have been. Pro- I think I would have ordered the police story one first. I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. um, but the only well, speaking of police story, these are the last two I have to mention. Um, uh huh. The, have you seen the new Pilly story, which was, I think was like two thousand yes, four or five? Yeah, yeah. It's, isn't that the one? Way, it's so Jackie isn't continuing his um, his character from the first three police stories, right? Uh, it's it, it, this is a completely new breed. This is a different uh, character, but it's it's like a, this. Um, He's like sort of a jaded cop in Hong Kong. Gets drunk yeah, every so, night. Is that that's no, the one? So he gets drunk after. I think the first, like the opening scene. Like to to summarize to to summarize it quickly. Him and his like squad. He's like a lieutenant or something or a captain, and he, he's got like a squad of guys going into a building after these like terrorists, and they all get ambushed and whacked, and they leave him. They they literally tell him like. We're gonna leave you alive so that you suffer, like, and with, with the loss of your of your like friends and like la- they're like these crazy guys with like, me- like you know, monkey. Me- right. Like it's almost like Christopher <laughs> Nolan took a book out of took one out of their book from this movie for the opening of Dark Knight um, with the, oh, the bank okay. robbery scene with all the masks. I see. It reminds I see. me. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me I of that. I've only seen that movie once. It, it's it's not it's not a great film, but I liked it. I you know? I, I, mean, it, it, I not, rated it a seven out of ten. I really liked it, but it's also it's also yeah. been a while since I've seen it. So it's, yeah, but it's all, it's been a while. That was um, I mean, it, I think uh, of the reason because there wasn't only that. There was the new police story and police story lockdown, which is also another one of Jenkins' weaker out police sto- or police in terms of recent yeah. years. Police story twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. That's the that's one. That's the one. Yeah, that's the other that's one the I was going to bring up. I own that on DVD yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, I I own both of those on Blu-ray. Man, I need to re I need to revisit them. Uh, twenty thirteen is not. It's jeez. Ah, it's not. You know, you, you look. It's not like oh, what? you rated New Police Story uh an eight out of ten, so you liked it. I gave it. <laughs> I, I, I I I did like it. I did like it, even though I, I I do consider it to be like one of Jackie's sort of sort of weaker outputs. But I think it's better than say. Police story lockdown and Chinese zodiac, which we can get into later. But yeah, 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 yeah. So I still enjoy those it. two films. Uh, and the other one I wanted to ask you about was you have you you've I'm well when I say have you I know you have <laughs> you you've had to have seen Crime Story right? I oh I love Crime Story. Yeah, I think I've seen it once. Be, I saw it twice, and I think. I, I might be wrong when I say this, but just based on my 
experience with you know jackie's and like the jackie community it seems to be sort of an underrated jackie film i i think it i like what, it would you say uh, so i no, i, was just I, saying, like, I, I like, like it, it too no i like it too but i, I think it I, I think it's sort of not it, it's a different kind of film that jackie would do um because you know it, it's more it really it literally is a crime story it's not it's not his kung fu you know, normal comedic kung fu extravaganza type film or stunt filled film, but it is a it, it's a very good uh, it, it is a very good crime story, hence the title crime story. Um, I need to rewatch that, it. That is, I need to rewatch it. I too, think it's just it, it's it's, it's, it's more or less just a darker version of Police Story, right? It's not. There's no like comedy. You, no, there's not. There's not really any comedy. There's not a lot of uh, you know stunts or, or action. But I, I've seen it twice. But and I think it is a. I, I think it's a very good film. It's a very it's it's a very good Jackie film, and it, it's not you know it's not the kind of film that you would expect from Jackie. But it is. I think it is. It, it is worth seeing. I think it's also up there as to be like one of his top, maybe fifteen top twenty films, if you ask me. It's a it's a very different film. It's a very I need, different. I need to be, I need to get back into it and try it one more time. It's uh, been a while. But... I think I think we need to, I think we need to review that one too because what I'm saying might be wrong. But uh, but from what I remember, I do I do I did really like that film. Crime Story is 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 definitely I think an underrated Jackie may, film. Maybe that's one we need to to review it. It's in it, the near yeah, future. It, it, it's nothing like say. Uh, you know who am i it's nothing like twin dragons it's nothing like like drunken master it is literally a very it's a very dark very i keep using the word dark i, I feel like when people say the word dark it's it's such a generic way of describing a film like that it's like oh my god i can't believe I just it's it's, it's a serious anyway, you know. it's a more if if off my memory if my memory is correct off off my memory i'm going to say it's like a jackie chan dirty harry movie I think you can say that. Yeah, I yeah, would yeah. say See, I, I, that's not dark. I, I, it's just like no, the that's tone. not dark. But I mean that I think I think you just hit something there because people keep describing or you know when Jackie was trying to make it in Hollywood, they were trying to make him the next Clint Eastwood, the next Charles Bronson by giving him stuff like The Protector, and it failed. But and then Jackie had repeatedly said in his book, like I'm not those kind of people. I, I am not Clint Eastwood. I'm not you know Burt Reynolds. I'm not. I'm not Charles Bronson. I'm just Jackie Chan. And if you were if you were to put Jackie in a serious kind of film, Crime Story is the best example of that. That would be sort of, that would be sort of Jackie as Clint Eastwood. And well, it actually works. Did you, it actually works. You speaking, know? this is all. Once we talk about this next movie, which is going to yeah. tie into what you're saying right now, we're done with Jack. Yeah, we're yeah. done with Jackie because we talked about him a lot. But what? Yeah, did, yeah, what, what did I you have f- more to say? But we'll do it later. <laughs> we're, we're, well, we already said it. We're we are, yeah, we said it. I we're, know. We're know. reviewing times uh, crime story, so it's all good. But last one in the same vein, um, you you said crime stories, you know, more more of his serious roles that people tried to force onto him. What was your opinion of the of the foreigner? The foreigner was was decent. Yeah, it was I liked decent. it. Not, it, I, I liked it too. It was it was actually good. And if if you, were I was wor- I director, was worried. I was worried. I was worried too. Yeah, I was it's like, not, "This is going to be it, so bad." I'm like, "No, it I wasn't. know." But it, but, but it was actually decent. It was a. It's not. It's not. It's not the greatest film, but it is a decent. It is one of. It is one of Jackie's. Uh, in term in terms of his his recent output, one of his one of his stronger ones, directed by Martin Campbell. So it's like you know, if if you're a big fan of 
you know, the, the Zorro, like the Legend of Zorro or the Mask of Zorro movies or Casino Royale, uh, you're you would enjoy that. It's like it's actually a good pairing. Martin Campbell knows how to direct action, so you know you have him helm a Jackie film, and I think the minds just work together creatively in that in that vein. In terms of in in terms of narrative and story, I mean, it's I definitely think, I it's definitely a weak one though. Like I would say, it, it, it I would say, weak. like, yeah, hey, weak. if you want to get into Jackie Chan movies, and you're like, I'm scared of going into something from the '70s and '80s because I just don't like how old films look. Well, you're a loser if you think that. But, <laughs> no, know, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I hate that mentality. You have no idea how much I hate if, that mentality. Like I like I, I was it. saying, if that's if that's what you think, all right, then maybe. If you've seen Rush Hour or uh, Shanghai Nights or Shanghai Noon, then go to The Foreigner. And if you're like, all right, that wasn't bad, or I like that, then maybe start working your way back. But Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean I, that's one way. And the real way, would I would just say, literally just freaking stop being stupid and just watch Police Story right away. And then, then, Pretty you'll, much. then, I think then you'll understand. <laughs> I think police story, police stories one and two would be the the, the good, um, you know, the good entrances. Like that would be the good gateway into watching Jackie, uh, Jackie films. Well, one other thing, one last thing. I know we're supposed to be done with Jackie, but th- there's another story. Like so, going back to when I when I watched a bunch of these Jackie films with, with my uncle, he he rented a, a whole stack of of Jackie Chan movies um, when I was a kid, as I, like I said, but. You know, that was when I was seven, right around. So I think it was either that that year or three years later when I returned. And then I was I was already 10 years old and still the same thing. More Jackie films, not just VHS, but my, my uncle had these bootlegged DVDs uh, where where, you know, a movie would be on two discs. So when one one disc would finish one half of the film, then you move on to the second disc and pop that one and it would continue the last half of the film. And one of them, I think it might have been that time, but, you know, I had already seen Police Story 1 and 2, and you, his, the character name is Chan Kakui, that, well, that would be his Hong Kong name. But when you watch the English dub of the first film and the third film, his name gets Americanized to Kevin Chan. I'm like, so when I first saw uh, Police Story 3, which is also known as Super Cop in the U.S., um, Michelle Yeoh and Jackie, they they do their own English dubs. So when Jackie gets introduced into that third film, they call him I, Detective Kevin Chan. And then when I heard him say that, when they when I heard them say that, I was like, "What?" It's like my mind was like, "Holy shit!" That's so hilarious. That kind of, I, I I I kind of you know see when it comes to dubbing, like say for example, like Hong Kong films or even studio studio ghibli films people always say no forget the forget the english dub watch the sub version you got to watch the original version with the original language when it comes to police story three i know the, the english dub is different sort of different in terms of like music in terms of editing they take a scene out but i'm sort of to be honest partial to the third film because jackie's character is named that's my name for, for God's sake, it's like I can't, I can't, I can't help myself. A little nepotism so over here. It's a, a little bit, a little bit. I, I, I have to be honest about that. But it's like you know, there's a scene where Jackie says, "I'm Kevin Chan." I'm like, "Oh, holy shit!" <laughs> so I'm, I'm like in my chair when I first saw that film. I'm like, "No way!" So yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not even stupid. But hey, look, this is fucking. Let me have this. Shit. 
You're allowed to. Ha- you're allowed to have it. I, I grant you I'm this one. I'm have that. <laughs> that is just. I mean, I could go on and on about that, but, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, in terms of Jackie, I mean, uh, the police story films would be. I think if you are trying to get into Jackie Chan movies, that would be a good entrance into his work. Would be the first three police story films. Yeah, and, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The police story films are great, and if you're like, yeah. well, I want to get into the kung fu ones, probably the most accessible early would just be like, just go for the young master and or the drunken ma- drunken master. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. aren't the best, in my opinion. Um, be- well, one, I, I haven't seen them in a while, and I, I really do think Dragon Lord definitely holds up. I know, but I, I, yeah. I need yeah. to rewatch. Um, Drunken Master, because I've only seen it once. I love that movie so much, Kevin, that I bought a poster of it. I've seen it's it. I've seen room. it. No, it's not. It used to be when I was in it used to be. my parents' house and then my college uh, apartment. I had that hanging up. I literally saw it one time. That's how much I like that movie. I need, <laughs> I need to rewatch it. I need to own it, but you need, it's difficult you to get. You need to own it. It's yeah, difficult yeah. To, to be get. specific, you're, you're you're talking about the 1978 Drunken Master. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Which again, did, did you see what? Did I see what? Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to ask if you saw the sequel. If you saw, uh, I have, Master and too. again, it's been one time. I don't. It was definitely not as time. good. It was not as good. But it oh, was. really? Oh, that might be of contention with among some Jackie fans. I mean, I love both. I mean, but I think there are, there are there are, there is a I think there is a good crowd that. Does it's been a while again it's been a while yeah for me it's been almost a decade since i've seen them and uh hey, it has an interesting story too with the uh, sort of tussle between lao car lung and jackie in terms of direction so you well see they're one. just yeah you know they you you have jackie chan you have lao car lung aka liu Xiao liu liu or you got sam hung those three right there are like the trifecta the trifecta of, of kung fu comedy and I, I'm not surprised that Jackie and, and Lao Karlong would have butted heads. I mean, they're just totally, di- oh, yeah. totally different styles. But exactly, yeah. we're not going to oh, go well, there. We're not going to go into that because we're going to talk for another. We're going to go for another fucking hour on that. Um, I know, I know, but that's for that's for another time. But you know, you're a little bit more well versed in Lao Karlong and Jimmy Wang Yu than I am. So I've watched. That's for another time. I've watched eight Lao Karlong movies this year. Oh yeah. See, I've seen, I've seen none. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so, we, yeah. I can definitely give recommendations off air, but, um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's, that's the Eastern, uh, portion of this episode at an hour and 25 minutes. I'm sure the listeners are going to be like, well, I'm fucking turning this off. <laughs> I know. I know. No, yeah. no, no, it's well. great. I, I could talk about more. I could talk about it for so much longer, but, um, we can we can delve into it later on. No, we're, we're gonna do we're gonna yeah. do definitely specific reviews on these movies because a lot of them do they deserve revisiting and and so it's for you it's gonna be a lot of new watches for like the Shaw Brothers stuff but oh we'll, yeah we'll get there oh, yeah. we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there so um you will listener so I guess yeah so I guess uh that's the eastern part you are very much you are very much more more or less an expert compared to the common person watching movies on those. So we're going to go to the thing. We're going to go to the thing that you're not an expert at. At at least you don't think you are right. At least not. I don't uh, don't think I am compared to you. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I'm an expert. Uh, I do. I I do love these films though. 
Yeah, westerns. That we're, going, that we're going to get into. Yeah, westerns. Yeah, westerns. Put on your cowboy we're, hat. We're going. We're going western, guys. It's going to be a westward expansion into the heartland of America. Yeah. So if you don't like it, uh, well, sorry, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Sorry. Fuck you. No. 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 It's. Um, yeah. They're they're not for everyone, honestly. They're not for everybody. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, when you when you when you say that, hey, this movie's a western, a lot of people like just immediately shut off. They are turned off to it because they just don't like they don't like the genre, and that it's unfortunate because there's a lot out there. It's pretty sad. There's a lot of different stuff out there um, that could obviously fit different people's tastes. But so for westerns, um, I've watched hundreds of them. And I'm not not even close to being done. Um, I'm gonna keep 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 pursuing the the good ones. Well, when I say the good ones. Keep watching as many as I can to find the good ones because there's just right. There's so many good ones people don't know about. It's unfortunate, but um. So yeah. Well, since I've seen a lot, let's go from your perspective. What are what are the ones that you were either introduced to or you watched first or your favorites, whatever? Like what. What um when when someone says the Western genre, what do you think of? When when someone says the Western genre, I mean this will sound generic among other people, but you know, I mean, look, John Wayne, of course, yes, and you have that you have, you of course have Clint Eastwood. I think you have you have stuff like Alan Ladd. Uh, you have you have plenty. You have Gary Cooper. You have James Stewart and a few westerns, although they're not really considered you know the big Western guys, but. You know, when it comes to favorite westerns, I would have to choose stuff such as, and this is a film I'm not sure. See, again, kind of like Jackie, it's like it sucks that I can't fully remember what my first, you know, what true western was. But in terms of early westerns, I would say stuff like Three Ten to Yuma. That's Delmer Dave's. Is that right? That um, would be that is one uh, that that I've seen in the last year or two, and. Oh really? Very good. I like Delmer Dave's has made a when I say a lot of westerns, he's probably made a five to ten. Um, and they are yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all worth watching. He's a good director. They're all worth watching. He's a good director exactly, for yeah. that for that genre. And that uh-huh. that's uh-huh. um what's his name? Van that's Van Heflin and uh That's Van Heflin, yeah, yeah. Van Heflin. Well and uh-huh. it's and it's um God, I'm blanking on his name. Um the other guy. The the bad guy. Ben I know his character's name, Ben Wade. Um Holy crap! Really, really <laughs> blanking on on his name. No, don't worry, Glenn Ford. Yeah, Glenn Ford. I was gonna say I was gonna say Glenn Campbell. And I'm like, no, that's this, that's the singer, <laughs> stupid. But he was he he wasn't a good Western. True Grit. He was in True Grit. But right, um, right. True Grit. But yeah, also, is also yeah. So three ten to Yuma. What else? Three ten to Yuma. So and then also you get you get the uh, classic ones from Howard Hawks like Rio Bravo and and Red River. And I think that those are two of my. I would say those are two of my favorite ones, and I need and those are ones that really do deserve a revisit from me. Uh, two John Wayne westerns that deserve a, a revisit, um, and then there's also yeah, I watch Rio yeah. Rio Bravo. I watch once a year. I mean, once a year, yeah. That's uh, I that feel one. like that should be that should be in my mo too. I should watch that one once a year. Uh, Rio Bravo, which I know is also a response to uh, Zinnemann's high noon which is which is one that i saw on the big screen for the first time in in college i saw that in my school movie theater and so high noon's also that's also another western that i've seen 
and there's also the, the the searchers which you know it might be like too too common of a western but the searchers is one of my favorite films that gets basically lambasted by the modern thinking uh cinema goer or cinephile in a yeah way. i mean the, the searchers for good, is, for, is for fantastic. good for good reason but unfortunately it's one of those things where any John Ford movie, everyone overpraises because it's just that's in it's almost John Ford movies, not the same, not the same phenomena, but they are in 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 movie circles. They're very much considered like Bruce Lee movies, where they're like they're the greatest ever. That's all you need to watch. Like you know, that, that's that's the genre. Just watch it. Watch his like you know ten or fifteen westerns and be done with it. And yeah, that that's just right, not it's right. just not true. They are right. They are good, and the the real reason. Uh-huh. That that everyone thinks when they watch those movies, they're like, "Oh, well, that's the western." Is the the, right. fi- the the filming locations for those? He he filmed them in Monument Valley, uh, Utah Monument Valley, which is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, Utah and in Arizona, and that just is. Uh, it's almost like everyone considers like when someone thinks of like the West of the Western United States, they're like, "It's just that one little area of uh, America," and it's like, "No, it's not." But yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. But I mean, those those films are great, and those are those re- films are great. They're yeah. really good ones to start with, in, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, right? Yeah, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I, I would say so too. So, what, what was it? Rio Bravo and the Searchers would be some of the good places to start. Well, yeah, that yeah. So, yeah, those are st- you're starting out on such a high note. It's it's hard for people I, to delve deeper. I um, know. Yeah. Well, th- there are other ones. You know, I mean, like I, I also like stagecoach so it's an, again branching off of john ford that's another one yep. um i mentioned red river i believe red river i find is a film from howard hawks which I'll, again this might be another repeating uh statement but i i need to revisit that as well red river is great winchester 73 with jimmy stewart also james great. james stewart uh, yeah james stewart because he hates being called jimmy is that right <laughs> uh after i i think I think after his involvement with World War II, he came back and was like, "All right, he was a change I've I've that, seen yeah. a lot of a, a lot of shit now, and I I'm not a kid anymore. I don't want to be you know I don't want to be considered yeah. Jimmy anymore. And whatever, yeah, yeah, that's that's so. his that was his prerogative. And I uh-huh. I think James Stewart doesn't have as much of like people when people think of him, they think of Jimmy Stewart. They think of uh, It's a Wonderful Life and that's yeah, when, when, was, when people say it's a wonderful life or when people say J, uh, Jimmy Stewart, it's like those two things go with each other. Like th- those are, that's what he's known for. Yeah. And he They're was synonymous. And yeah. he literally, he literally, I think after that movie <clears throat> and after his experiences, World War II, he tried to get away. Uh-huh. He wanted to be like, Hey, I'm, I'm actually like a mature actor and I'm right. Right. I yeah. don't want to be pigeonholed. <laughs> I don't want to be pigeonholed. So he went really dark in his what his westerns with uh, Winchester seventy three is one of his westerns yeah. with, with Anthony Mann, and he made it. I, I think he made five with him, and his character, all of his characters in those movies are not nice guys. I mean, they're, they're he's the no. pro, he's, <laughs> he's the protagonist, but he's not. He's a tortured protagonist. He's 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 uh, flawed, very flawed, and very flawed. Yeah, very good. Um. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Clint Eastwood. You mentioned Clint Eastwood. What, uh, what was your like? What's your like Clint Eastwood uh, western that you're like? That's the one that you uh you watch first, or, or like that's the one you think of when you uh, hear his name. What? Well, 
So uh, I had an interesting kind of journey with Clint's Westerns because, you know, everyone had been talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly, uh, I think more so than the the first two films in Sergio Leone's the, the, uh, Dollar Trilogy. Sergio, so Sergio I, Leone. Yeah, Leone, of course. <laughs> yeah. well, I think I'm way more American than you're sorry, Aspen. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. People, but, yeah, but, I, I just get, I don't get ticked off, but it's just. People, no, I know, I know. Him, and then obviously when you hear, when you hear his name, you also think of Ennio Morricone, and people say Morricone. I'm like, it's Morricone, but whatever. They always say, yeah, everyone says Morricone, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, damn, I mean, damn uh, Americans. Yeah, I know, right? Filthy Americans. <laughs> Uncultured. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> but th- that's a funny thing because I, I first, I, I think my first Clint Eastwood Western, not the one, not ones that he directed himself. But my first one, I believe, was The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which I saw around the time of the pandemic, uh, around the time that I got furloughed from my job. And, you know, like I, I had been struck with COVID, too. So that was one of the films that I watched for the first time. And I didn't think much of it. I, I liked the film and I appreciated the film, but I didn't think much of it the first time I saw it. And then it's funny because, you know, like these these three movies, they are sequels to each other, but they're not really straight up sequels. They're more like spiritual sequels to each other. Clint is playing. He's not playing exactly the same character, but he is playing basically the same. He's the same persona. It's it's the man with no name. Yep. Um, Even though even though they call him. uh, What's the guy? Tuco's name. I forget his the yeah, actor's Tupac. name, but um, they call him Blondie. Eli, you, you, they call him yeah, Blondie. Eli Wallach. Yeah, Eli Wallach. Yeah, they call him. He calls him Blondie. Call him Blondie. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not his name. They just <laughs> he's calling that because of his hair and. Uh, it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But no, exactly. very. He oh. does. He does virtually plays the same character in all three films, but they are in all three films. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, it's like I I, I liked I, I so again like I, I didn't think much of that film. But, you know, I went back and then I watched A Fistful of Dollars, which I really liked. And before that, I had seen Yojimbo. So I had I, I already saw, you know, the the similarities, like what Leone took from Yojimbo and included into A Fistful of Dollars. It was like, I didn't see it as, you know, plagiarism, but I saw it as sort of a tribute to that movie. Well, and it was great. Kurosawa, and then there came Kurosawa. Oh yeah, Kurosawa. He, he thought it he was sued him, right? He thought it was plagiarism. He sued him. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was plagiarism, and and he straight up sued Sergio Leone. But did, did even the, though even though Kurosawa took that film from a freaking book, but whatever, that's neither here nor yeah, there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I but think it's red, red, it's called Red Red Harvest. I think Red Harvest. I believe. Yeah, it did. It did. What what ended up happening between the two though? Oh, he, yeah, uh, Kurosawa got paid out. He got paid. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, he got. He but got. Yeah, he I mean, got his money. Yeah, <laughs> you see, you definitely see the similarities though between those two films. Um, but you know, I saw that. I really liked it. I think I, I really just gave it slack because I, I'm just I, I love Clint Eastwood, so I just kind of gave it some slack. And then you get to for a few dollars more, which I think might be it. You could put that up against the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then say that is better and i wouldn't even blame you for it well it yeah i think top. some people it might be the top one i think some people uh when i say some the people that watch all three of those movies at, or around the same p- time period if they're all watching them uh-huh. in, like you know in, in secession or whatever they like yeah. they they might like that one more just because it's very similar to the to the good bad and the ugly but it's not yeah. it's not three hours long <laughs> 
It's not three hours long, exactly. Yeah, but so you know, I, I watched those two films, and then after that, I was I, I thought, okay, I really should watch the good, the bad, and the ugly again because I feel like it's wrong for me to think this way about this film because I thought I would really like the film, and you know, after I I, I watched it again, and I loved that movie. I, I, I like it's just amazing how like the, the outlook on a film changes after after you rewatch it, and that is an example. The good, the bad, the ugly. After seeing it a second time, after finally seeing the first two films, I liked that film even more. So that was my first uh, Clint Eastwood western, I believe. And then, wow. of course, you get into yeah, and then uh, of course you get into stuff like Hang 'Em High. You get into um, the outlaw Josie Wales, uh, you get into High Plains there, Drifter. There was a, High Plains Drifter the was unforgiven. the first one. Like, unforgiven, of course. Yeah, um, that is another one I really want to see again. And I think you know it's funny because like when it comes to Clint Eastwood movies, I think Unforgiven was the last film that of his that got praised, like, you know, excessively by yeah. you know. The that's general a, Hollywood that's a, public. You that's know. that's an interesting. That was an interesting time period when that movie came out because it was like a resurgence. Uh-huh. When, when I say a resurgence, yeah. people that movie made a lot of money uh, at the time, and it, it won. I forget which it won. A, it won a Academy Award for something. I don't know if it was best supporting right. best supporting actor from uh, Gene, Gene Hack, Hackman. Gene yeah. Hackman, or I don't. It, did it, 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 did it did it win Best Picture? It did. It did. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think Which won Best is, Director for it too. Wow. Yeah. So it, it, it last came. Last time he actually got any accolades from Hollywood lenders. Well, yeah. Just Hollywood. Well, he didn't fall off, but he was making movies that were. No, <laughs> no. It wasn't even his making movies. It was obviously his political. Wow. His his political views excuse me his political, political views his yeah, political yeah. views which got is, him a little hate in hollywood which is which is yeah i mean like you know i mean sad you know of course like they would actually judge him based off that instead of the, the output that he i mean you know for the fact that that guy's 90 whatever years old and he's still making movies is, is he, he's in 93 he's like the only <laughs> he, he might be the only american auteur left uh in the movie business. right right exactly Exactly. Yeah. I but mean, that, see, look, I'm like a huge Clint fan. I, I would all, I would watch anything that Clint would make too. Yeah. You same know, here. You, you know. Yeah. Just like Jackie. But even if even if the film is bad, I would still watch it. But I don't but yeah, think I like don't think of, I don't think Clint makes a bad film, ever. Like, no. Yeah. I mean, he makes there's average ones that he's made. There are but, average ones. But, yeah. But his westerns are pretty solid. They are. They are. Yeah. And, um, so the, I think it's an, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing a few other Westerns that Clint has done and has been in or directed, but you know, uh, there are still, I mean, there are plenty of Clint films I still need to watch myself, but those are the Westerns that I've seen from Clint that he's directed and that he's starred in. I'm sure I'm missing a couple here and there, but I, I forgot. I know that there's also Pale Rider, which I, uh, which yeah, I also which really, I, I like that one too. I, I don't love it, um, but it's yeah. not, it's not bad. You don't love it, yeah. It's a re, yeah. it's a remake of, uh, it's a, it's basically a rip off of Shane. Um, is it? Re- oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Uh, well, I was gonna, I was gonna name Shane as well, and I, I it had been a, a huge gap of, since I, between uh, Pale Rider and Shane. And Shane is another Western that I was going to name. And I, I, I love, I love Shane. 
Yeah, I mean, Shane is, that's one of the ones I grew up on. And I grew up on uh-huh. a couple of the ones you already named, but like some of the ones uh-huh. that you, I don't know if you've seen them yet and you, 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 you should is, uh, man, who, man who shot Liberty Valance. That's uh, yeah. I know. John Ford. I know it's another John Ford. Yeah. yeah it's John fan, Wayne, it's John Ford, fantastic. Yeah, yeah um, I know. I know. <laughs> but, you hear nothing but good things about that one. Yeah. I mean that one, I mean, there's, um, a lot of John Wayne movies, but ones that I watched a lot as a kid would be, uh, the Cowboys, uh, which is late John yeah. Wayne, True Grit, which he where he True got Grit. he got his uh, best actor Academy Award for that, which he probably should have got That's... way before. But they, that was uh, yeah. the Academy was finally tipping uh-huh. tipping their hat to him, um, right. True Grit, I need to see. Well, I mean, yeah, I need to see that one. But I, I have seen the Coen Brothers one, which I liked the first time. You need and to. I had only seen that movie yeah, twice. The original, yeah, I know. so much better. I, I look back at that film and I, I just think to myself, I, you know, I don't know. There's something about the way the Coen Brothers direct films. It's great, but it's it doesn't really it doesn't feel like a western. I don't know. It doesn't. It, it, it doesn't hit me. It just doesn't hit me. Yeah. You know the westerns that I the, the westerns that I named. They have a splendor about them. They have an individuality about them. You 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 get the idea of the individual versus you know the the, the group basically. You you get the individual trying to stand up for himself in the westerns that I've named. There's also just there's a magnificence about them, and I don't get that in the Coen Brothers True Grit. It's always like these kind of snarky. Uh, it's always some kind of say, yeah, sar- you know, almost, almost sarcastic. Yeah, sarcastic, and it's just like you know what? I'm kind of sick of this this thing because it it, it almost feel I don't want to say it feels insulting, but it's just it's not something that leaves a good taste in my mouth, really. I mean, like the other westerns, yeah, other westerns that I've named, like Three Ten to Yuma, Rio Bravo, The Searchers, even even the Dollar Trilogy, although it is a spaghetti western, which is completely different from the normal American western, they leave. They leave an impression on you that is just different. And True Grit, it's not like that at all. Like, like I don't know. Like, I could, I could get into that later. But you know, right now the words aren't coming up properly. All I can say is that the splendor, the magnificence, the sort of um, admiration for the American West, or just like you know, the American landscape and that time period, or you know, the, the characters and what they stand for, it's not there. It's it, it, it's non-existent in True Grit, and I can't take it. I liked it the first time, and then the watch, second time. Watch, I, I watch, watch the original. Just, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I think I would really love the original. I would yeah. really love the, the Robert, the a young Robert Duvall is also there with John Wayne. Is that right? Yeah, he's the, the very uh, young Robert Duvall. Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's the heavy. He's the bad guy. He's the heavy. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Robert Duvall, other movies I yeah. grew grew up on um, westerns that I grew up on would be Lonesome Dove, which is a a t- mini a TV miniseries, TV. That, yeah, from yeah. the 80, from the eighties, and that is absolutely fantastic. One of the best western pieces of all time, and I love uh, that. I think. another one that um, Kevin Costner directed uh, uh, with, with Rob with Robert Not the, Wyatt. Oh, no, Open Range with uh, Robert Range. Robert Duvall. Okay. We need we should cover that because that movie is really? absolutely fantastic. Yeah, is it is it great? Okay, yeah, and okay, like what about what, what about what? Oh, I was going to say Wyatt Earp because I know, I mean, I've seen Tombstone. It's good. Tomb- uh, yeah. Wyatt Earp. 
Tombstone's okay. another one okay. that I grew up on. But yeah, Wyatt Earp's good. Uh, speaking of Kevin Costner, um, yeah, it, it Dances, basically the same. Story. Dances with Wolves is another one of my just absolute favorites. Even though uh, it's do you definitely really need. A, yeah. Do I need a what? Uh, no, no. I mean, I'm not. I said that wrong. I mean, like, do you really think it's a great film, Dances with Wolves? Yeah, I mean. Again, I grew up on it. My dad really liked it, so yeah. I, I was influenced by him. And uh, okay, it I know it dances with wolves. This, some of the critiques that people have, but honestly, it's, <laughs> it's still just yeah. I mean, it's it's very similar almost to um. It's almost funny to say, but it's very almost similar to Disney Disney's uh Pocahontas because of just the yeah yeah exactly. But again, that's that's just such a a, a low ball critique of it that I I I don't think that's a fair that's a fair critique because it's so much better. Well, but I, I have a critique on Dances with Wolves. I, I've only seen it once, so you know who knows? Maybe this opinion will change uh, later on. But it's on Letterboxd if you want to check it out. But I, I I would think that Open Range and Wyatt Earp would more so be up my alley from Kevin oh, Costner. I mean, watch well, more so, more so it, than yeah. If you're gonna watch those, watch yeah. Wyatt Earp, Wyatt Earp first because it's young Kevin Costner, and then yeah, Open Range is like so much more of a it, it it's not a throwback to really anything, but he Kevin uh -huh. Costner's character in that. I mean, it's just so well written and it's he's a he plays like a, tor okay. a a tortured you know he used to be a basically basically he's working for robert duvall is a uh wow. they're free grazers so that what that means is they mm -hmm. they take their their cattle from from you know field to field across yeah. the country selling it and uh it's like a range war against like established people established in this town they're in this town they, they're outside this town and they get attacked by this 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 these these guys that work for this cattle baron and uh I got you. and okay. and Kevin Costner's not going to take shit because his character is this old <laughs> he's he's this like you know 45 50 year old gunfighter who's like you know mm -hmm. not going to be not going to be his his individual liberty is not going to be threatened by some you know rich guy who doesn't even do the work he's just making money off of uh cattle so you know it's it's a very gotcha, yeah. it's a very good film in my opinion um so better than Tombstone. Tombstone's more of like they're a, both uh, for me. They're both they're both five out. Of, they're both ten out of tens. Ten out of tens. Yeah, I, I love Tombstone. Tombstone's actually speaking of westerns. Like you said, you you, you uh, love them because of your dad, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my dad was into that. My dad was pretty much into them too. And Tombstone is is also one of his one of his favorites. Oh yeah, Tombstone's, Tombstone's great. A big favorite. Yeah, yeah, I like. That's another one that I. Going back to like the Jackie thing where I, I said I woke up from a nap and saw Jackie on TV. That I think is similar with Tombstone. I remember waking up and I remember seeing Val Kilmer uh, as Doc Holliday, just kind of flipping the uh, the little mug or the little what 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 was it? Yeah, it was it was it was, a, it was a little uh, like I don't know what you would call it, but it was like a snifter shot glass with a handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's I just like si that. he's I just like that. sipping his whiskey and. Yeah, he, exactly. he gets a, a gun pointed at him by uh, Johnny Ringo, played by I forget right. the, I forget the guy's name, but my, the, my, the, Michael the, Bean from uh, the Terminator. Yeah, was, yeah, exactly. Was, uh, That's what I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Connor's yeah. father. Yeah, and he's uh, no Val Kilmer deserve definitely deserved the best actor or best supporting actor uh, for that that yeah. uh, which oh, he, yeah. he he got it, but he deserved it. Uh -huh. um, oh god yeah see that's what i remember i'm looking at the uh, cast for Wyatt Earp it's stacked holy yeah oh my god. 
it had yeah, Jim uh, Caviezel's in this. Holy jeez, he, he's in it. Yeah, Jim Caviezel's Warren Earp. I didn't even. Wow. Okay, Kevin Costner, Dennis Quaid, Gene Hackman, Jim Caviezel. Oh, uh, in the in the in the first, not in Tombstone and Wyatt Earp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why and why and Wyatt Earp? Yeah, this is great. My God, I think I'd be. In, oh, I think this is up my alley. Oh yeah, I mean you can come. You should watch it and then just try to compare. Uh, they're they're both good. Tombstone. They're both well that, yeah. but they're both good for different reasons. But um, you should compare uh, Val Kilmer's performance to uh, what's his name? To Dennis Quaid. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Yeah, I yeah. I really uh, I really like both of their performances. Val Kilmer's uh, is obviously yeah. superior, but it's it's it, yeah, still. Yeah. But they're great. They're both great. I mean, even Tombstone is such a throwback. I mean, when I say throwback, it is a uh-huh. great film, but. You, if you don't, uh-huh. if you look at the cast for that, they have not only do they have Charlton Heston in it, which he plays. Yes, a, they do. <laughs> they play. He plays a cameo role in that. But yeah. They also have Harry Carey Jr. Yeah, that's he's, true. He's yeah, I know. And Harry Carey Jr. He was in a lot of the yeah, old westerns. Yeah, he was. He's uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's like the marshal or sheriff that gets killed by. Right. Uh, he gets killed by a, a drunk uh, Wild Bill. Yeah. Peckos. I remember. I yeah. remember, yeah. Yeah, so Harry Carey I, obviously was in uh, a lot of John Ford's movies because Harry Carey's father, Harry Carey mm-hmm. Sr., was a, bi- <laughs> was a big, I mean, he was in a lot of... He was in a bunch. I mean, he, he was, was, he was, was of- he was one of the original Western stars back in the, the, silent, yeah. the silent era. And, right. uh, and so obviously yeah. someone pulled some strings to get him in that movie. Um, uh-huh. Speaking of Harry Carey, I mean, I think in the of spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen The Searchers yet, but I mean, at the end of The Searchers, uh, John Wayne does a little gesture that is sort of, that is, it really speaks to what the character is going through in that moment. But it's also, a, it's the tribute to Harry Carey, I believe, right? Uh, what are you referring to? At, I think you're right, but at the end, uh, yeah, at the end of the searchers, where you see John Wayne grab his left arm by his right hand, or or vice versa. I'm yeah, really when, sure. so he, he yeah, just, that scene is yeah. that scene is so in, famous. That's so, it's so famous for yeah. for multiple reasons, but it's yeah. uh, John John Ford's framing the picture with him. You know, the picture frame is he's filming it. The the cameras inside the house that all the house is all right. dark but you have you have that yeah. frame of the door with John Wayne's character out there and that's almost like a yeah. a looking glass into the American West cuz everyone else is exactly. going inside exactly. they're moving on and and John Wayne's character uh-huh. is stuck there and he's stuck he's and he stuck. was yeah, he was tipping like, his, he was yeah. he was tipping his, John, John Ford was tipping his hat to all the uh yeah well mainly you know in that you know like you said Harry Carey but also uh-huh. just his brother um francis ford exactly. i'm not sure if you're familiar with him oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah so basically I've only, yeah i think i've only seen him in a few in a few movies but well, well if, he was a director and long story short we can get into this another time but another a great a great book on that is the stone mail by um crap jo, jo, yeah the stone mail by joe carducci and uh a whole a whole chapter is 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 dedicated to uh francis ford and what he did to pioneer the genre and not only that but pioneer filmmaking in general um i mean the dude the the guy known as lost films i mean there's a bunch of films from like in that 1900 to 19 about 15 or 20 
that are just they're uh-huh. just they're just gone. The like the the negatives, the original negatives are gone and they're destroyed for whatever reason from you know the film being bad or whatever. But <laughs> basically Francis Ford, John Ford's brother, was not only not not the founder of it, but basically without him and his involvement in in filmmaking, I don't I don't think a lot of the uh, I think I think that guy is one of the one of the pioneers of of Hollywood and and people don't know that and another another segue on that topic um is the man who shot Liberty Valance and the whole point of that yeah, the, the whole yeah, yeah. the whole point of that movie is John Ford basically tr- is a tribute to his brother Francis um and John Wayne's character is is kind of uh, the stand in for him uh Cause, I didn't well, know that. Well, you haven't seen it, right? Or wow. have you seen I it? I haven't seen it. I haven't. No, no so I, I, I won't say. I'm going to. I won't say anymore, but I don't want to spoil yeah, anything. Yeah. But it, it is that is his, that is his movie, basically saying like, I am I am nothing without my brother before me. What he did for film for filmmaking, and it, uh, we can talk about it at another time. But I don't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. spoil it. No, but, no, no. Of course, of course not. Yeah, but it. Yeah, that that sounds and great. that that's on my that's on that's one of the westerns I grew up on. That, that man who shot Liberty Valance is that's the first western I remember ever seeing. Ever uh, seeing? It, okay, it, it, you, the one I remember. I, I the one I remember. But I had we had it on VHS yeah. and uh yeah we we put that through the player a lot back as it back uh, in the day. I see. You know? Okay. Put it through the player and then rewinded it all the way back. And oh yeah, watched it again. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know how it was. <laughs> we grew up in the same era, we, so yeah. We kind of definitely we touched on, we touched yeah. on almost every movie that I grew up on. Um, all the, all the <laughs> westerns, except the yeah, one, except one, what? one of the ones that I did grow up on as well that we had on VHS that we also uh, had a lot of plays was McClintock, which is uh, John, uh, McClintock. John Wayne. John Wayne Maureen film. O'Hara, right? Excuse me. Yes. That, yeah, yes, she's, she is. So that's a <laughs> that's a good one, and that's it's kind of a a western take on um, Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew, I believe. Really? Um, yes, and it is. Fan- oh, it's okay. a. It is fantastic. It is. Um, it is a. That movie came out after. Rio Bravo, but they are both what people can what what some people consider hangout films. And, hangout films, right? <laughs> and and and, uh, and they both those two films and films like them from that era uh, uh-huh. inf- influenced uh, Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is another hangout film. Yeah, you know, uh, basically, uh, which what we mean, what what yeah. we what we mean by hangout film is your the plot is very. There's almost no plot, right? For a lot of the movie, it's just you're with these characters, you're seeing them in a di- their day to day life, and you're quote unquote hanging out with them. You're just you're with them. You're you're with them through just normal yeah. normal yeah. quote unquote normal things in the right. setting that the movie's in. And uh, no, there McClintock, I think, is another great one that you should definitely check out at some point. I think I'd like it. <laughs> oh yeah, you I'd, would. I'd enjoy it. Yeah, John I Wayne. Mean, it's 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 fantastic 
Yeah, like I, I like I, again, like I, I love I love westerns. I just haven't seen. I don't think I've seen enough, but I think I've seen a lot more than a, than you know the normal person. I think. Yeah, I mean, you've seen yeah. whatever. Uh, I think I looked at your the ones you've checked in oh. letterbox. You've seen like what, maybe yeah, yeah. F- maybe forty or so. Maybe forty. Maybe yeah. forty. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm, 40. I'm up in I'm, I'm up in like the three hundred something territory now. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> Once I get to like a thousand, I might, I might quote unquote, stop. When I say stop, 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 stop looking there. at, stop looking at new stuff and just keep rewatching the great stuff, you know? I, yeah. I, th- I mean, you know, I mean, like, what, what, what is like a recent Western that came out? I don't think it's, it's probably um, the one. A very, a very, very, I had not seen. So Daily Wire, uh, uh-huh. you know, oh, yeah, you know yeah, them, one. you know yeah. them. So Gina, Car- I know. Yeah. Gina, Gina, oh, I know them really well. Yeah. <laughs> So Gina Carano, um, with all after after all the shit that happened with Disney, she went went there, and uh, once they started making movies, and and she made Terror on the Prairie, which I still haven't right. seen. I still haven't seen. I want to see. Uh-huh. And I'm sure it's not like a classic or anything, but it's probably pretty no, decent. Yeah. But a one that I really do recommend, and I think it came out twenty either 2019 or 20 i think no actually yeah maybe it's 2020 2021 in the last couple of years um is old henry uh, with old uh, henry i forget the guy's name off the top of my head but it's basically I, i'm not going to talk about the movie because i don't want to it's a big a very big spoilers once you talk about the plot but it's <laughs> it's, okay, it's the it's okay. the it's the uh the main the main character is the guy from uh the crazy, not crazy, but like the the douchebag doctor from Holes, the Shia LaBeouf movie. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Yes, also in yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 brother, where art thou? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. And, Grace Adkins is in it too. Okay. Yeah, I, I really oh, wow. do not want to say. Don't even. I, you shouldn't even read the synopsis. Don't even read anything. No, about not it. even. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I was looking it up. I just looked up the cast. But yeah, I, that's yeah. one of the movies where it's like. Wow, I they they can still do it, guys. They can still make a okay. western. They can still make a western okay. that's like that's serviceable. That's a that's a one that I would rewatch maybe once every two or three years. It was good. Okay, so you you do think that there is hope for newer? No, I don't think so. Substantial westerns. I don't. You don't think there's hope. No. Okay, but I mean, uh, but you named it Henry. You said old, old old Henry might be like as close. As that's the last game. one that came out that I would say is last like one. that's like a pretty. You know, it came out within the last okay. two years, and that's a last, pretty big one. Yeah, no, yeah, it came out last year, actually. 2021, okay, September, yeah. Yeah, yeah, September of 2021, okay. So you think that could be the very last one? Not, like, as, I mean... As of right, as of this podcast recording, yes. And and it's, it's just unfortunate. There's, uh... There's just not very much interest in it, um, unfortunately, from general audiences, because that's who they're... They're going to cater to to the... To, the mass audience right they want to make the money right and right, um right. Yeah. i know there's a show out right now called something like yellowstone well no that, yeah but that's <laughs> not, not yellowstone that's not <laughs> that's, that's not a western it's really. not a western by my definition uh, um, yeah, yeah, but no it's that. there's another one that's out right now that just had a season and it's called um something with like what's in the bag like something something about. in the bag or something in the black bag oh now i'm gonna have to look it up um I've been looking up too. Well, it, what it, uh, there, is it on stream or? It, it was on. 
It was on one of the. It's on one. It's either AMC or one of those or HBO. It's on one of this one of this uh, the networks that can make okay. like a quote unquote rated R thing. You know, rated R. Let's uh, see. I mean, there's Deadwood that was on HBO. No. There's uh, let's see, Justified that was on FX. Yeah, these aren't those aren't westerns. Uh, um, those aren't westerns. Yeah, I'm looking up like. The generic stuff that they call. Yeah, I was just that. I was just at Walmart, and they're and they're, they were, selling the the season one on on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, really? Ah, oh, what is this one? Yeah, I'm I going, feel like I feel like I know what you're talking about. I just can't play that. Um, yeah, I'm really curious now. I really want to know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's called. Yeah. Oh wait, called, hang on. A that second. that dirty uh, black bag. The, that dirty black bag. Yeah, okay. that is what it is called. I have not seen it, but. I think it was described as something like on the on the front of the front of the uh, yeah on the spaghetti western yeah that's what they said they're like oh you know returning to the spaghetti western or whatever and that's what they're calling it yeah Dominic Cooper's in it okay yeah and that's I don't know who who did who released that I. I, I basically that's AMC. Yeah. Okay. Plus. I was I was right around AMC. Yeah. I remember yeah, that. You were right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I honestly probably should watch it. Maybe we could do a review of episode, you know, the pilot episode or something of it. Just to, we could. Yeah. 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 So, right. so it does have yeah Dominic Cooper's in it. Who's in uh, what is he in the boys or something? Yeah, no, not the boys. He's he looks he like the guy. He looks like one of the guys in the boys. Yeah. He does, but he's he's also like well known among I think the general public that he played Tony Stark Senior in you know Agent Carter stuff like that. But, okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, not, there's not Tony Stark Senior, Howard Stark. I mean, but yeah, he, uh, he he was in Preacher on AMC, but you know, yeah. So obviously AMC likes him. They think he's a draw. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of just. That era, the, the the you know the old the old western. Um, I have a list on Letterbox that basically kind of dives into the more not. I don't know how to describe it, but basically almost like a here's here are a couple films that are you know if you're into the genre, these are what you should check out that aren't mainstream. They're not John Ford. Um, they're not, they're not Howard Hawks because those, those uh, movies are so, yeah. you know, John Sturgis, the man, the magnificent seven. They're not like those. Yeah. 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 Which so, is all, which is sort of a, that, that is sort of plagiarism of, uh, seven samurai. Oh yeah. Yeah. By yeah. The yeah. Way. yeah. 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 I mean, I, uh, by the way, a little, really quick on John Sturgis. Yeah. Like that, that is also another Western that I, that I had seen. Um, yeah. But, which is, it's uh, good. Honestly, it's good. You think so? Yeah, because I mean, I, I think John Sturgis, in terms of direction, isn't really as creative. He's no, he's, more of a he's very he's, he's a workhorse. He's a workhorse. Yeah, he's, he's just a workhorse. He just kind of like he just tells you what the scene is, and then he just moves on. It's no nothing like the magnificence or the splendor of say John Ford or Howard Hawks. But he's just yeah, yeah he's a workman. He's a workman. Yeah, and if we're like, gonna, if we're gonna delve into into like what you guys. If you're like, hey, I I kind of like the genre. I want to get into it, um, and and these can be almost recommendations for you, Kevin. Um, yeah. So I'll just kind of go through the list real quick, just to to name. Uh-huh. And, and a starting point would be one of the ones I think I already mentioned that I like. I grew up watching a lot, and that would be North to Alaska. 
and that's a, that's a John Wayne flick from the most of these. Okay. Are, they're from the golden, what I consider the golden age of the Western. So like Holiday. 50, I got you. the fifth, the early fifties to like 1960, 1962 uh-huh. ish. So that's, that's, that's a Henry Hathaway film and, uh, uh, Henry Hathaway. Okay. So he, <laughs> yeah, he did true grit, but yeah, North to Alaska is good. Um, I would, I'm not going to go through all of them. I got 20 on this list. I'll just go through it. I'll go through a couple more. Uh, one of one on there that you already brought up was 310 to Yuma. I think that's a good, definitely yeah. a good one to, to delve into. Uh, 310 to Yuma is great. Yeah. One that you, I don't know if you've seen it. I think you maybe talked about it was, would be um, uh, Samuel Fuller's 40 guns, which stars, uh, you know, first billings, Bar- Barbara Stanwyck. Yes, 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 yes. I have uh, I have the movie on Criterion. I haven't watched it yet. But yes, that's a good one. To, that, that's a good, yeah, that's uh, Barbara Stanwyck and, and Barry Sullivan, who Barry Sullivan okay. was in, you know, TV. He was in a lot of TV stuff and uh, not too many. I yeah, you know, after that. Well, he's on he's in films, but there are a lot of B stuff. But like the 40 Guns is probably his like what I would consider like the one of his, you know. That's the one of the ones he starred in, and uh, he was in Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid on Letterbox. That's the one that's the most "quote unquote" popular, which doesn't mean much, but yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but um, okay, those two, those couple, yeah. Um, what else? What else? So, yeah, one what, of, what one are of, some like you know ones that you must see? Westerns that you must see? Oh well, yeah. So one of yeah, them, so North to Alaska, three ten to Yuma. Which yeah, I, yeah, I, man, I, I, have, I have man. The man who shot Liberty Valance is on there. Yeah, uh, excuse me. I think so. Not to get into the the de- the details, but Randolph Scott, which which is another leading man in a lot of westerns, he probably was in like fifty or sixty of them, a lot. Um, and he made a lot, he made a few, he made, I think five or six movies with a director named Bud Bodeker. Uh, and they're known, uh, yeah. those films are known as the renowned cycle, which stands for, um, Randolph Scott and Harry Joe Brown, I believe his name is, he's the producer. And they, uh, they made a, a few films together in the fifties. And, uh, so if, if, if you're gonna, you know, delve into those films, which they're all fairly similar, I think they were all. Well, not all. I, I think five out of six of them were written. The screenplay was written by uh, Burt Kennedy, who was a he was a pretty uh, he was a pretty uh, prolific screenwriter in Hollywood in the sixties, seventies, and well, fifties, sixties, and seventies. I think he died kind of okay. young. But so you would uh, maybe you've heard of um, the Tall T. I've heard of the Tall T, but yeah. I have not seen it. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Um, okay. And another one in the another one in the renowned cycle that I think is one of the best westerns of all freaking time is Seven Men from okay. Now. Seven Men from Now. Seven Men from Now. Okay, and I've, that, I've I've heard of that one too. Yeah. So that so that is uh, Randolph Scott starring, and then it has um, Lee Marvin in it as the heavy, and um, the uh, the 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 leading lady in that movie is Gail Russell, who was. She's probably most well known for starring with John Wayne and Angel and the Bad Man. Uh, okay. And she okay. she, you know, just to speak on her for a second, she uh was in a lot of Wayne John Wayne helped her out a lot and got her a lot of a lot of roles um 
because she had trouble for whatever reason she had trouble she's a you know good looking gal whatever but she was yeah. um i think she had some, some kind of mental illness problems and ended up drinking uh, her, drinking herself to death i think but i saw yeah died really young yeah like 30s or 40s yeah, yeah really young 36 uh, yeah. yeah 36 very young she's in that those Boy. those are two good ones um we already talked about james stewart um the man yeah. The Winchester seventy three is one that you said you uh-huh. saw. Another one from Anthony, yeah. the Anthony Mann westerns that James Stewart and him made collaborated together was uh, uh-huh. that I would recommend would be the Man from Laramie. Uh, man from Laramie good. is awesome. And I think the heavy yeah. in that is Arthur Kennedy, who's another like really underrated actor. Um, okay. And I think you. I think I, if I remember correctly from your list of westerns, I think you watched uh, the Naked Spur. I did so, watch the Naked Spur, and I really like that one. That need that really needs a, a restoration. I it, it got one. Uh, it got one. Did yeah, it really the War, the Warner Archive Collection picked it up and released it recently. Um, I was thinking about I love the Warner Archive getting it. Collection. Yeah, I was thinking about getting it. Um, yeah, but that's a good one. Anything with. Anthony Mann and James Stewart are just absolutely fantastic. Um, or magic, right? Yeah. <laughs> but he plays, again, whatever reason, he plays like the same type of, like almost like, like Randolph Scott in the Renown Cycle. Like these uh-huh. guys that were writing the movies wrote the characters so similar in all of them. It's like almost like the guy, the the leading guy in all those films, like the James Stewart's characters and Randolph Scott's characters are all the same guy. But um, like he's, they're, Basically, they're 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 flawed protagonists who, you know, they have ulterior motives. They're usually some some way, some degree of of unhinged and not like a a goody two shoe good guy. They're you know uh-huh. they're the good guy, but they're not perfect. They have there's something wrong with them. I like, see. Like they're 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 somehow. You know they have a tendency to go to the dark side, if if you know, for lack of a better word. But um, that's a good one, okay. Man from Laramie, and and and, so you, and and what? Oh no, no, I was just gonna, I was just gonna go because I mean we named uh, people like John Wayne, we've named Jimmy Stewart, James Stewart, of course, and James Stewart. Yeah, so uh, and we've but, named but, Alan Ladd, but yeah, Alan Ladd. But I was gonna say, I mean, like there are also westerns. Um, I think wouldn't you say another frequent actor who has been in many westerns would be Dana Andrews? Uh, he was Dana in a lot. Andrews he was in a lot. He was in a lot. That he was were, in a lot. Yeah, a lot yeah. of. I think and he was Henry Fonda. Yeah, Henry Fonda, Henry was, Fonda in lot, was in a lot too. And I think yeah. uh, Dana Andrews was in a lot of B ones that people just mm-hmm. wouldn't know the names of. I can't think of one off well, the top what, of my head. What, 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 one that I own too is I haven't seen yet, but the Oxbow incident. A buddy of mine has uh, told me that I should watch that one too. Yeah, that's a well. I'm feature. It's, it's well known, but I, I'm not a fan. Well, I mean, no, it's very. A it's a good one. movie, but uh, it's not. Yeah. I don't think they. I don't think a gun. I don't even think a gun's fired in the movie. Like it's 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 a western. Really? It's a western for people that don't like westerns, in my opinion. <laughs> whoa, whoa! That is something interesting there. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, no, western. Okay, Henry Fonda's in that, no. and uh, yeah. it's not bad. It's 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 more of a morality play. It's like a okay. oh, should we hang these people or not? We think they murdered someone, and it's like an hour and a half oh, of that. Wow. So you could you I'll can see. you can watch it. It's not I might like it. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, you know, Henry Fonda, obviously, uh Ford Apache, one of the uh 
Cav- I love Cav- Fortified. The, yeah, the Cav- yeah. Cavalry trilogy with um, John yeah. Ford's movies. Yeah. My Darling Clementine, I, I another John that. Ford movie. Another John Ford movie and also another story featuring Wyatt Earp. Yeah, that one's definitely more... Yeah. That's definitely more like a legend movie with, like, you know, the, the mythos. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. to, to round yeah. it out, I think, um, without mentioning every single one, because there's a lot, I have... <laughs> yeah, there's plenty. But... Uh, the three the three last movies I would mention would be No Name on the Bullet, which is a um we haven't talked about him this episode yet, but it's an Audie Murphy movie, and Audie okay. Audie Murphy was a huge Western star. World War Two. He's the at the time of his death, he died very young in a plane uh, plane crash. At the time of his death, he was the most decorated soldier in American history, uh, and he was a big Western star after he came back from uh, World War II. Um, so No Name on a Bullet, that's good. That's, that's... Uh, oh, dude, I think he cut off. Did I? You there? Yeah, you cut off. For, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. No, yeah, yeah like I'm I was here. saying, um, No Name on a Bullet with Audie Murphy. He he made a lot of B Westerns, but that's one of the more, I would say that's more of an A Western with him. But to, to finish it off... Um, you, you, how many movies have you seen with Gregory Peck? You mean westerns? No, 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 no. Just general? in general, yeah. Oh gosh, I, you know, I'm trying to think. I've only seen part of To Kill a Mockingbird, which, of course, as you know, in high school was like the uh, a required reading material. Yeah, for, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> every, for reading. So everyone, Kill a Mockingbird, yeah, Roman Holiday. Uh, yep. Cape Fear. People know him from Cape Fear. I haven't seen Cape Fear yet. Actually. Yeah, I've never seen it either. But they've yeah. he's in a lot. He he's been a lot of different movies, a lot of westerns, and uh, a good yeah. leading man for it. He's very you know stoic and got that deep voice <laughs> and all that. But so right, two right. westerns with him, I would say, are definitely uh-huh. worth checking out. ASAP would be so the, the, the gun. The gunfighter is one of is that one of them? No. I don't. No, it's not. Of course, I'm not a okay. big. That's that's. I'm not a big fan of that movie for a, a few reasons, but really, it, it's oh, okay. it's more of a. Uh, I would almost say it's a western, quote unquote, noir movie. It's it's very dark and it's, it's a film noir. Okay. Yeah, it's shot like that, and you know the guy is. It's a ticking time bomb because people are trying to out, out to get him, and he's you know it's a very anxiety ridden movie it's not bad it's it's at for me it's average for for me it's not a good western in my opinion it's an average movie but whatever but for for gregory peck i would say um the the bravados which is oh oh, okay which is bravados 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 yeah that's um not to get into the plot but basically he's a guy out for revenge looking for you know going to this town to uh watch these guys get hanged um they're uh-huh. they're in jail and he thinks they're the guys who killed his wife and um uh-huh. he goes to the town and some you know one thing leads to another and they break out and he chases after him to try to bring him to justice etc cetera, etc cetera. not the, I, see, I see very i think that's a very good movie and uh there's a lot of familiar faces in that one but I think, uh, yeah, Lee Van Cleef is one of the bad guys. Henry Silva. Uh, Lee Van Cleef. Yeah. So you, and that's, uh, again, that's actually, yeah, no, exactly. He's been a lot of Westerns and he was, a he was, a he, he was in Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. 
Yeah, okay. He's okay. he's one of the uh, henchmen in that. One of Lee Van Lee. Uh, he's one of Lee Marvin's henchmen in that. But that movie's the oh, okay. the Bravados is is directed by uh, the guy who directed the Gunfighter, Henry King. Came out much. I la- see. I came see. out much later. I think it's much better. A much better film. Uh, but the last better one, film. Okay. Yeah, the last one I would say is um my one of my, one of the ones I grew up with that I didn't mention yet but one of my favorites of all time one of, made by one of the most prolific Hollywood directors of all time William Wyler uh is the big country the big country the big country okay yeah and that's uh <laughs> you know him he's got Gregory Peck's in it uh you got Charlton Heston you got Burl Ives you got Gene Simmons. oh my god look at that yeah, it's it's cast. an all star cast, Jeez. and it's uh, yeah. and it's a it's a west, it's an epic, it's it's almost three hours long. I think it's a very good movie, though. I love it. Okay, the I, big country. And they both came out. The Bravados and the Big Country came out the same year. So, oh, okay. but there's there's okay. those are not the only uh, those are not the only westerns Gregory Peck was in. I would recommend, but those are the ones I'd start with. But yeah, there, there's okay. a lot to there's a lot to uh, right. a lot to dissect. There's a lot to uh, to to get into. There's a lot of material there, just waiting to uh, oh, yeah. be dissected. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, a lot of westerns, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is the stuff that I need to get into, and I know that I know that a lot of these would be up my alley. Yeah. Maybe, I, mean, I, I can. I, I could already feel it. Maybe you, you know, should. I mean, maybe you should uh, take the list of one of the lists on Letterbox I have and take it to your dad and say, hey, which. Which ones of these do you like? And just see what see what his opinion right, is. Right. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know exactly how many other Westerns that he's seen, but it, it would be something that he would enjoy watching, I think. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah I mean, definitely. If, if he, I mean, I, I just wrote down the ones that you just named. So. Yeah, if he li- if he likes yeah. Westerns, he'll, he'll definitely like probably almost every single one I recommended because they're all oh, yeah. they're all above average in my opinion. Okay. All righty. But all right. we'll uh Sweet, I think man. we're gonna I think we should end it there because uh this is for <laughs> for an episode for an episode two, I think two hours and twenty minutes is like it's gonna be hard for some people really to get been, through. <laughs> holy shit. It's a, it's really been two hours and twenty minutes. Yes sir. Oh boy. Heavy editing, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. No, that's fine. That's all good. I like it. But yeah. All right, man. But all now right. that I'm, I'm looking at my one of my lists. My last thing I'm going to yeah. say is we didn't get to talk. We, we. I think you brought his name up once, but we, at some point, should, should cover a Gary Cooper western because he. Uh, uh, yeah, we do. We he should. made a lot yeah. besides High Noon that are, are worth watching. We could talk a little bit about High Noon. Oh, wait, did you just stop recording already? No, I have not. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I was going to say that uh, with with High Noon, I think I was going to mention this too, but we could also get into the, you know, the politics behind that if we need to. Yeah. I mean, that's because, definitely, I mean, a, it's I, more I, complex I mean, than uh, people think. It's more complex. I, I I don't think it's it's merely, you know, like a, a right versus left or a communist versus, you know, patriotic uh, thing. I think there there's a lot of complications behind it. So, yeah. Yeah. We can probably get into it. Yeah, we should. But yeah. uh yeah, yeah, I right. think I think we need to uh, revisit that. Yeah. I think we uh yeah. we, think we covered we, it all. Well yeah, we did that. But I think what I think what we're gonna do next is uh hopefully an hour long episode <laughs> on uh, Yeah, yeah, hopefully, right. Did we did, on did, the movie this time? Did, or, yeah, uh, did we did we agree that we're gonna cover a uh, 
a movie. I think we. Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, I think we might be doing charade, which you, I think which, we are doing charade, which you have seen and I have not. I've seen it twice, and I would love to see it again. And I think you are going to like it. I hope so. Yeah, I think it's on. I, mean, uh, you, I think it's on Amazon Prime. On, so I, I think it is. Yeah, and if you have Criterion, I, the Criterion Channel, I think it's on there too. I might, I might be wrong about that. Well, but yeah, we'll do yeah, that one. It's. It's also known as, I think, the Hitchcock movie that never got made by Hitchcock. <laughs> is it? I, I have a feeling just by reading like a little bit of the synopsis that it was definitely yeah. like very similar to North by Northwest. Is it not? In a way, in a way, kind of. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say. I, I wouldn't say it's it's exactly like North by Northwest because that film just basically retreads the theme of man on the run, which is which has been done by Hitchcock multiple times, like the 39 steps and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, well, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a great pairing. I mean, if you're a Cary Grant fan, if you love Audrey Hepburn, that is a, yeah, that's a, that's a great film. Sounds like a good and time to me. It's, it's, it's absolutely a fun time. Well, definitely, definitely I think we'll have time. to, uh, we'll see everybody back here on the next episode for that. Yeah. Oh, yes, we will. If you've been able to keep up so far. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, if, right. if, if you got to this far in the recording, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, next episode, hopefully an hour-long review of Charade. Yeah, so, hour, hour, uh, the target's yeah. like an hour, hour 15, I think is a good time. So we'll, right. we'll hopefully we want, yeah. we'll keep it to that, hopefully. Definitely, definitely. All right, All right. cool. All right, man. Sounds All good. Right, I'll dude. catch you later, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. You too. See you later.